0: That's the weird thing. You said what? He ain't necessarily known
1: like for just the intro. They gonna kill you for that. oh why the fuck is my shit that going on? <laughs> they gonna be pissed at you for that one. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Caprice, did you say how's the weather? Yeah, I was just saying how's
0: the <laughs> weather because they're, they're Well, that's not good bad. Weather. What, 94 degrees?
1: No. Range? it was 72 the other morning when I woke up, and I was like. Yeah, we done with the 100. Hey, this is. Don't say that. Because I thought that recently, and it was 103 the day after I thought
2: that. Nah, it's getting into October. I think we're done. Yeah, that's what
0: the weather, that's, that's what the weather people said. They said this past Wednesday or Thursday was our last 100. Word? Good, because this said. summer was, I couldn't handle it. Man.
1: 150, 117 degrees. Like, that was crazy. It got really warm. It's hoodie weather. It's time for hoodie season.
0: I feel like we've had harsher weather. Though.
2: Okay. We have. I've only been here for a few years. So oh, I every got time you. Time
1: We talked about this before though. LA isn't equipped everywhere with AC. Like Vegas is. Yeah. So that I feel like that helps a lot or well changes it a lot. And speaking of that, you said we're getting into um what's the what's it called? You said we're getting into uh like fall weather. Yeah. I played snow yesterday. I played Snow's uh those Feels Again album yesterday. Okay. I needed to hurry up and get cold again. Like I needed to get cold cause that album is gonna go right back into rotation. That's like a fall, winter, necessary album. Um, I actually started to start with, uh, be, um, start the pod with Snow, but uh, didn't do that. I'ma switch it up this time. I'ma let it rock for a little bit. Welcome to it. Episode 45. Where's the internet? We got some serious stuff to get to. I don't want it to be too somber. I don't want you guys thinking that it's about to be, that this is gonna be the entire vibe of the pod, but I do got some serious stuff to address right off rip. Hey, is this sweatshirt? Sid, mad underrated. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Sid. Episode 45 of the OD. Follow us on all social media platforms. Caprice, you had to change our p- our Twitter because inst- Twitter was being haters and they took away our original one. Yeah, because you
2: get to show your pussy and everything else, but our <laughs>
1: podcast got taken down. Can you say pussy over Sid's? R- Actually, you can. Sid probably says it. <laughs> but in all honesty, we're, we're I thought about this earlier. We're due for a black album, and we're due for an internet album, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what we're due for. Now, uh, once again, follow us on all social media platforms. I just spoke to somebody recently about... Um, our video portion and aspect of the OD podcast. Um once again in case you guys are new to the show, I'm your host, Terrell Emerson, whatever you know me as ASAP Rally, Search Hatterbox, Rallygram. it is I. To my left, my guy Mike Hughes. I think we're getting to the point where we're forgetting which number of I think we said this last time, which number pod you're on. So this is this is good feels good this thing. is good vibes. That's a good thing. Once again As always, behind the camera, Miss Caprice. Snapping some pictures right now. We're back in the clubhouse. As you guys can tell, we're back in the clubhouse at Westgate. And shout out to Marcel. I was talking to Marcel recently. And for those of you guys who don't know, I went to high school with Marcel. And he's been working behind the scenes on trying to get all of our episodes when um, we, how can I put this? We originally had somebody who was editing the videos in the beginning of the pod. Um, had a transition period, transitional period where we kind of switched people. And ultimately, we ended up with Marcel. So Marcel has been working so hard on trying to get all the old episodes up. And I kind of told him, because of course different things happen, just life runs its course. I told him, I think what I want to do is I want to just pick up from where we are. And then whenever he's done with everything, We'll upload a, a lost episode folder, and we'll just let it live that way. So I think that's what I'm gonna do. Um, this one should be the first one that we're actually getting up to it. Again, episode forty-five of the OD Podcast. Caprice, um, what was our po- What's our new podcast? I mean, what's our new Twitter? Uh, it's the OD. Hold on, cause we had to change it. So yeah, cause it done. was originally ODP Cast, yeah, and, and we had sure. to switch that one. That's why I'm like, what was, was really the reason? They never gave us a reason. Yes, that we violated. We didn't violate shit. Y'all violated us. (laughs) The ODP cast. Shout out. Shout out to the ODP cast. So the only thing that's different is we added the in the beginning of it. So it's at the ODP cast. And, again, on uh, YouTube you can find us. On Facebook you can find us. And why am I missing the last one? Instagram. On Instagram, you can find us as well. The ODP cast. Once again, it is the ODP cast. Um, where we starting? Oh, actually, I do know where I want to start. Um, shout out to my brother. Shout out to my brother's clothing line, gang. Um, I'm going to turn this hat around real quick. Haven't worn this hat in, in, in quite some time. But we try to pride ourselves on being honest, open, Transparent As po- as transparent as possible. Yep. Um, 100. You dig. It's been about a month, uh, a little over a month now, that it's been pretty difficult for me and my family. I kind of discussed it. Like I said, guys, this is not going to be a somber podcast, but this is something that I do want to get off my heart now. Um, August 8th, that was the first day of Summer League. First day of Summer League. Now... I got a call from my mom, and she said that my grandfather had double pneumonia. Now, when she told me, I said, okay. First thing that popped into my head is, is it COVID? She said, no. I said, all right, cool, what's the the plan? She said, they're shipping him to the hospital. They're gonna run some more tests, make sure he's good, make sure his oxygen levels are great. Now, mind you, I'm I'm gonna refer to him as Popo the rest of the the rest of this con- the rest of the story. So Popo has been taking care of my nana Betty, which was his wife, for some years now. She had fallen ill and he became her care her caretaker. So my mom tells me that they move him to uh the hospital. And this is – now, keep in mind, guys, this is the first day of summer league, so this is the call that I get going into summer league. So to anybody that I've been distant to, hopefully this makes sense. If you've watched the radio show and you've heard me kind of mention it and get right to the sports, this is the reason why. So I get that call the first day, and I believe on day two of summer league, my mom lets me know that my grandfather tests positive for COVID. Now, when I get that news, I get a call soon thereafter and she tells me that my Nana Betty in Texas, her oxygen is starting to drop at the same time his is starting to drop. Now, I promise I didn't cry too much over this last month to even let it come out right now. So I'm going to try to tell some funny stories soon about them. But I told my mom. I couldn't. Well, I couldn't even tell my mom because this is her father and her stepmom. But as soon as I hung up the phone, it it set in to me that they were dying simultaneously. Now, of course, you go through whatever emotion, emotions in that moment, and right after, I sat there and said, "Fam, neither one of them refused to die in front of the other." So I couldn't cry. Being strong. <clears throat> my Popo, shout out to my Popo because my mom uh got a chance to talk to him uh right before. Obviously, I'm kind of it's not like it's a story where you guys don't know the ending. Um, right before he passed, and she said that he was talking back to her. And whenever a person is going through with that with something like that. Hearing their voice is always something. Mm-hmm. Uh may have been a little cooped up on some of the doctor doctor's meds, but uh started to doze off in the in, in middle of her conver- in the middle of their conversation. She said she loved him. He replied what he loved you too. I don't know what she said afterwards, but he said, Shh. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, Am I disturbing you? He said, Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, oh, my bad. <laughs> so good to know that Popo was him until into into his final days. Uh, the way that the story kind of shook out, um, Popo had to be sedated. His oxygen was back and forth. The moment that they sedated him, not soon thereafter, I want to say maybe a day or two after, uh, Nana Betty passed. The interesting part about that is that Popo was unconscious at the time. And after Nana uh, Betty passed, nobody ever had to let Popo know. I think that's the thing that I'm most grateful for. So the way I literally envision it is she ushered him in. And I'll leave it there because I think anything else I'm going to cry. So let's get to some funny stories real quick. Nana Betty is the reason why I have my Chatterbox nickname. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's get get right to it. How you get that one? Talking too much. (laughs) Exactly what it sounds like. I mean, my brother is five years older than me. And when we would go to Texas, it was my parents' time for their vacation. So they would go to Nana and uh, Popo's room and they would go to sleep. And I'm talking, my parents was like, and it's always interesting because I never understood it. They were up the entire way. We used to drive to Texas. So they were up the entire way. So the first day when we got to Texas, they never left the room. And, like, Nana would take them food. Nana would – and I'm like, Dad, I know you just drove for 24 hours, but fam. <laughs> like, nah, like, we got stuff to do. So because of that, of course, my brother's five years older than me. My brother's not trying to be stuck with me on vacation as well. So I always was with Nana Betty. So this was seven, eight years old. I was all into wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we all were. <laughs> you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm all in the wrestlers. That's all I talk about. And she was one of the many people that told me, yo mouth gonna make you some money. She didn't like the fact that all I talked about was wrestling. <laughs> so shout out to Nana Betty, because one particular time I remember she told me that there was something else that I could do with my time besides playing with my action figures, my toys. And we went to the store and i never forget it. She bought me a bunch of crossword puzzles she bought me a bunch of word searches, bought me a bunch of coloring books and was like, this is the other. W- these are the other ways that you can stimulate your mind. Mm-hmm. Like these are the other things that you can engulf yourself in, like the way that you can jump head first in the wrestling. You can jump head first into other stuff. And I tried to take that. And the funny thing is, I don't think I understood that until we were on our way out. And she let me pick two wrestlers. And that speaks volumes to me, because I was like, she went to buy me wrestlers. Mm-hmm. She also went to prove that point. So I'll tell one more quick story about her, or I guess one reason, reasoning uh, story behind her. And I know you can hear me. She's the reason why I don't eat three meals a day. When I tell you guys my grandfather's favorite thing to do was to wake up in the morning and, in his words, go sit on his perch. Hmm. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to sit on his perch and watch the squirrels. That's all he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So every time I went there, one thing was always significant to me and stood out. It didn't matter what happened over the course of the day. Three meals were made at all times. And my grandfather never lifted his fingers. Never had to. So just to kind of go back and tell you guys that before he got sick, she was sickly for some years, and he turned into that for her. I see why she didn't want to go in front of him. Yeah. So I'll tell you guys this one story. I woke up uh, second day after we got there. So first day goes how it goes. Second day, we wake up to the smell of breakfast. It's usually how it goes at Grandma's house, right? Love it. I wake up. It's a breakfast buffet. I'm like, fam, all right, we about, to, we about to get to it. So we get to it. Everybody take naps. <laughs> Everybody goes to sleep afterwards, except for me and Nana. As a matter of fact, that was the day that we went to the store. So we do whatever we do. We go to the store. When we come back, she says she wants to cook.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I look at her. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm still full. She goes in there and makes chili dogs. I eat said chili dogs. <laughs> 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 Being greedy. Put a mic closer to you. Feel feel, feel free. However you need to uh, move it. If you need to move that chair closer, let me know. I hope you. Um. I'll tell you what, I'd have been the same way. <laughs> same exact way. You can't turn that down, right? Can't. There's no way. It's just you're rude if you do it. So I did that knowing that she was making fried chicken, cabbage, and cornbread that night.
2: Mm. <laughs> and that's a delicious combination. Fam.
1: She's the reason why I don't eat three meals a day. I can't do it. It's tough, man. <laughs> I, like,
0: grandparents, bro, I, I'll never forget going on, you know, spend two weeks with the grandparents up in Pasadena. Come back, I can't fit none of my clothes.
2: <laughs> I was three weeks, not hungry around my grandma's And I cannot fit cooking. none of my
0: clothes.
1: Make you feel different, don't it? My mom's
0: hot So i about <coughs> some. Why y'all giving him his own pie and why y'all giving him this? Why he getting grits every morning? And this is. <laughs> I'm like, hey,
1: that's what they cook. Like, it this is what a it boy is.
2: Boys need to eat.
1: Boys need to eat. Exactly. And that's exactly how we ended up. Probably the way that we ended up. And then, like, I tell people all the time too. And Caprice has, um, Caprice has been to a summer league game with me before. And I told her, um, forgot what the hell we were talking about, but um, it's about the it's about to piss me off because now I can't remember. Because I brought you up as a reference point. We were talking about um, just, like, athletes in general. Mm. And we were laughing. And uh, I told her, I was like, you know what? High school always, like, was funny to me because I grew a little bit more after high school. But high school was always funny because I've, I've always been round. I've always been the way that I've been. For some reason, whenever I ran and, like, I was fast, it shocked people. And I've always said, like, regardless of the way I look. I've been in athletics all my life. Mm-hmm. So you can tell when a person gets out of shape in athletics, but you can also tell when a person was bred through athletics. Yeah. So I said all that to say me and Caprice was talking one day. And we might have been at Summer League. We were talking about body shapes. And we were talking about every NBA player. And I was like, reference point, Mike. And she was like, yeah. I was like two completely different workout regimens. Definitely. <laughs> I said two completely that's different ones. I said you can tell by the body builds. One is building for strength. One is building for I want to run all day. Yeah, and so and it's even, a little.
0: The running. I mean, we used that to train true. in like play intervals. So like going hard for five, ten seconds, ten seconds max, and then ease off. Then again, five, ten seconds, super hard. Uh, Twenty seconds off, because that's how you know that's how football is. Can I ask a question?
1: Did every position do that and I know you obviously when practice breaks out you're with the line but yeah. is that just the line that you're speaking no, about it's you're everybody it's okay
0: everybody. everybody's practicing I mean we're not practicing training at that you know
1: if you're smart
0: training at that interval level you know hmm. giving everything you got for a short amount
1: of time and getting a good 20 30 second break I love when podcasts start this way because this isn't the exact way I wanted to start it but I'm loving it yeah you and me we talk about mixed martial arts a lot I told my dad what's interesting about Greg Hardy when I watch him fight is even if you didn't know he was a football player, I think you can tell he was a football player. (laughs) And my dad said, why? I said, because it's almost like you can see the snap in his head because I said Greg Hardy has moments where he bull rushes. I said, and if you watch him for a full five minutes, it's just snap after snap after snap after snap. So hearing what you just said, I watched Greg Hardy fight, and I'm like, he's catching his breath. There's the joke. There's the energy rush. There's the boat. There, there, or there's the uh, there's the boost. It's gonna be short bursts of like, and it's five, just short little moments. Him just
0: giving you everything he got, and then he's gonna ease off.
1: Hmm. Did we just get a blueprint to Greg Hardy? Probably. I think we might have just did it. Hopefully, he's not too mad. He's not
0: bad though. I get I give him his credit. He, he going works. To a
1: different sport like
0: that, and somewhat like, cause he had Tuvasa in that last fight. He yeah. had him before he he went in a little too tough and then got caught. You know, it, it is what it is. You the how it is for heavyweights. Division. But, man, he I didn't think he had a shot with us and he actually
1: showed that he, you know, he clipped him. Hmm.
0: He actually clipped him.
1: He got power. I know we we definitely have seen that. He has power. Uh, I'm excited to see the, f- the main event tonight between Anthony Smith and Ryan Spann. I don't even want to jump I out the window Anthony and say Smith, who I man. I like both, I bro, Anthony and I Smith. love Ryan Spann, though, bro. I, 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 I don't know, man. I'm definitely not going to disagree with you. Lionheart is – a, a different energy, and I like how honest he is with the media. Definitely, sometimes he can be a little aggressive with the media, but for what it's worth, too, I also tell people you have to be a certain level of reporter to to interview fighters. I truthfully believe that. Like, I, we, I don't, I don't want to get into this deep dive right now but I feel like you kind of know what I'm talking about. You've probably been asked certain questions by reporters that have probably been like, fam. i like, what? Bro, like, honestly, I, I'm going to bring it up for USA Basketball. If we were on Zoom, or if we weren't on Zoom, JaVale McGee wouldn't have continued. You saw the, the video where the reporter said, ask JaVale if his mom was still with us. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Fam, JaVale looked at the camera and said, like, alive. He said yes, bro. What kind of question is that? He had a follow-up question, which I get the follow-up question cuz he was talking about his mom being an Olympic gold medalist and him p- having the possibility. The thing is though, is even if she wasn't, why? My question is if she wasn't, where do you go from there?
2: What's your follow-up after that? <laughs> like, <laughs> where do you go from there? Sorry about that, like. And
1: all of this is prevented with a Google, with a Google search. Do your Googles. So, I think That's what I love about the fight game is they let fighters talk. And that's the funny part because reporters usually get nervous and think that fighters are going to hit them. Obviously, if you go too crazy, anything can happen. But 90% of the time, fighters are going to say whatever they want to you. They're never they're never going to move. But it'll it teach you how to how to conduct yourself around professional athletes. Definitely. I think everybody should go through that training course. I think, you'll just feel,
0: I think what you're getting at, you feel a little bit more – you feel a different energy being around fighters. 100%. Per se, another, because that's just a uh, – like football, violence sport, but that's just a different. That's a different story of violence.
1: Interviewing you after a loss, and interviewing Shakur. St- actually, let me not even say that. Shout out to Shakur Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Shakur Stevenson. He probably go if he hears this, he probably gonna be like, "Fam, what?" But it's different interviewing him. Uh, interviewing you after a loss. Than interviewing Jeff Horn after a loss. It's a little different. Like we can say what we want. We don't want to lose in any sport. And growing up, I played basketball. I don't want to lose in any sport. But at the end of the day, we could say we got our ass kicked, whatever the case may be. In a combat sport, you're literally thinking that. So you have to 100% watch your words. Shout out to Top Rank. Top Rank and Roy Jones uh, Promotions, they let you back there post-fights. Do what you will. But understand that there are consequences that come with
0: it. Them dudes just got out of a fight. A flight or fight situation. No, I can't say the same in football. I mean, football violent, but it ain't flight or fight.
1: Hmm. Hmm. We're going to get the pod started. I know you guys are like, you're 25 minutes in, you didn't get the pod started? <laughs> nah, that was actually just us <laughs> rambling about some stuff. Um, that was the intro. <laughs> you dig? <laughs> Speaking of intros. Um, damn, that was almost the perfect segue. I got one more thing to get to, only because I don't like, want to I don't want to dampen the moves no more. <laughs> he definitely threw the oop, and I just let it go. Jeez, um, a month after uh, I got that first call, September eighth, um, I lost my god sister. That's also my cousin Evelyn. Now, uh, I didn't mention it very often, so I'll mention it this maybe just one or two times. Um, Juneteenth was it Juneteenth? Mm-hmm. Was it Juneteenth?
2: With the tickets. That was one thing as well. I didn't even oh, think
1: about great. that. Thank you. She, what did I do it for? Graduation. When we actually had the chance to walk the stage, and I came in for that episode of the radio show, and I only said it one time, and I'll tell that story right now, because Evelyn braided my hair. And that was the six braids in the front, but it turned into four braids in the back. And I had that hairstyle for graduation. Um... I told Evelyn, The reason why I only said that once on a public platform is because I told Evelyn while she was doing my hair, she had never touched locks. She had never dealt with locks. But I knew that she would braid family members hair all the time. So, just from her looking at a couple of YouTubes and checking it out once or twice, she was able to do what she did. I told her I was going to tell all my friends because they always ask me, who twists your hair? Mm-hmm. And Shout out to my auntie Lisa for starting it, but before Evelyn, only Caprice had touched my hair. I'm a, sh- I'm a firm believer in energies and the energies you put in your hair. So I told her I was going to tell everybody. She looked at me and said, mm don't mm-mm, tell everybody that. <laughs> I said, I'm trying to make sure that you get some bank, bro. Like, what are you doing? She said, I don't even like braiding. I just do it for family. And I ended up telling that story when Evelyn passed because it was so symbolic of who she was. She showed up to Juneteenth. So and the one, that, the one
0: just, uh, this past year? Yeah, the one that we just did. Oh, cool.
1: And you know the stress that I was under trying oh, to get yeah. that to work. Yeah. <laughs> and Evelyn had just moved back out here. Evelyn had been to my birthday party. Evelyn popped up at Juneteenth. I believe Evelyn bought two tickets to Juneteenth and popped up with like six people. So, again, I'm not going to cry, but the day of my birthday, she asked me for this lion head because she was a And I told her I was going to get her one. We're damn near 10 months later, and this is something that I got to live with. I just got to deal with it. I wasn't able to get her one. I don't know how I'm going to write that wrong. Well,
0: that's ways, my man. That's ways. I'm
1: going to get that done, though. I'll tell you all that much. Yeah. But I want to start the pot out with that. Um, rest in peace to all three that I just mentioned. And yeah, my condolences, man. Uh, no, nah, you're all good, brother. Um, yeah, no Miss tears. You, we solid out here. Yeah. Um, love you guys. Miss you guys. Miss the hell out of you guys. They still with you, though. You dig that? Watching over that, and I I even I even said it in my post, like I now I gotta rock this with a little bit of with a a different sense of pride. So, um, it's different. And actually, damn, I feel like Caprice, are we doing Bill Withers? Are we doing Bill Withers today? I think (laughs) we're doing Bill Withers today. (laughs) Bill Withers. I'm doing Bill Withers. I'm playing Lovely Day because we got some we got some other sad. uh, We got some other. uh, I don't want to say sad. We got some other um news about a passing. And I'll be honest, and Mike's probably gonna look at me like I'm crazy. I could probably count that number of episodes of The Wire I've seen.
2: I mean, same here, like as an adult, because as a kid, I watched, it, I know what I was watching. Okay. But I'm gonna restart it soon. It oh, like I'm hella gonna show. have
1: to restart it soon. Yeah, I'm
0: definitely gonna restart, because I didn't, like, as a kid, I wasn't necessarily in tune to everything that was going on, to be honest. Hm. It's one of them shows your parents watch, and you come in, you look, and here and there, whatever, Right. you're you're really doing your own thing.
1: And the interesting part is to see so many people have quotes, whether it's in their bio, in their captions, whether whether it's tatted on, or whatever the case may be that they live by, to see a person, and this is not to disrespect Michael K. Williams by no means, but to see a person fully engulf a role and touch so many different people that way with that role. That's the embodiment of what artists of any kind wanna do. So the interesting part to me was hearing so many different people tell their favorite stories about him in different shows, in different movies. That's the thing that kinda got me and set aside because as a person who doesn't really watch TV, Mm -hmm. I know Michael K. Williams from either cameos in shows that I love, like The Sopranos, or in movies that I never realized that he was in. So, do you know that he's in NBA 2K21?
0: Yeah, he is. Yep. He's he the, agent. the agent. Yep, the agent that you, either, you choose him. Or see you can sign with the corporate, like, the you company. You choose the corporate one, and it's like you get some perks for that, but mm-hmm. if you choose him, you get some. It's like you, s- But he was your agent before. Like, you either choose to stick, you know, stay loyal to him, or yep. you choose to
1: go the corporate route. Absolutely. And it's just it's small things like that that you realize aren't so small. Yeah. And it was interesting to see so many people just tell those stories about Michael K. Williams. Again, rest in peace to him. Uh, yes, anyway. Fentanyl. Is what they're saying. Um, One thing about that before we jump into obviously the serious part of it, this is semi serious. Uh, uh, Well, this is damn show serious. This is not as serious as what the topic we're about to get into. Uh I believe the New York Post reported it. And I just think it's nasty. It is. It is. And I think you know where I'm going. Yeah. When they reported it, it's breaking news in the moment. By the way, his son found out via that report. They said that Michael K. Williams was found in his uh, in a high-rise apartment, not even even been a penthouse apartment. Then they felt to need felt the need, excuse me, to report that there was a powdery substance found on his nightstand. Hmm. Fam, shut up.
0: For real, is this respectful?
1: too disrespectful. Y'all did the same shit with Mac Miller. Shut up. Because I could see if tests weren't going to be done. If they just found him, that's the biggest story. Why do people want to be the people that's not even supposed to be in charge of that want to be the first in reporting cause of death? Fam, that's not your job.
0: no corner.
1: Remember when I brought up Edger and James uh, Hall of Fame speech? And it's beautiful that you're here now. Yeah. Because I said, I brought up the I analogy where he was talking about here. blocking. And he was talking about the wear and tear that he put on his body by blocking. Not even getting hit carrying the ball, being a running back. But he said he didn't expect kudos for that. Because he was doing his job. Yep. And he felt like Football was a perfect comparison for the world that if everybody did their job, we would get to our end goal. Mm-hmm. This is one of those real-life situations. Your job is to report that he is no longer here. That's it. The rest of that shit was irrelevant.
0: And the crazy thing is that I even relate more to football more than you think. You even go further. What a coach tell a player when he, when he don't do his job. You're doing too much.
1: Getting outside yourself.
0: Do your job. We're going to be all right. Don't do too much. But when you do too much, it messes up everything. Don't do more than your job.
2: They'll do anything for a juicy story. So it's really sad. If it's juicy, they're ready to report on it.
1: I thought one of the interesting things, you guys know how we always talk about art imitating life and sometimes vice versa. Um, and I don't want to mispronounce this. There's probably going to be wire lovers that or miss say this, but um I think Quote is a proper word I'm looking for. But um every man's gotta have a code. Code? Code. C-O-D. Mm-hmm. But most don't, which is unfortunate. As hell. And this is gonna sound like we're we're taking a serious topic and turning it not serious, but I meant this. And I said this before that a man, and I said this before in a different pod. I said a man has to stand on something. And Like I said, I wasn't the biggest, like, I was a kid, too, during The Wire. So, I wasn't wrapped into The Wire. The one show that did kind of catch my eye was The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. And that's the one that kind of stuck with me. So, when I heard that, or I seen everybody quoting that, that's literally what I said on that podcast. Now, in the realms that I was talking about, I was just saying that there are certain things that a man cannot go through life doing and expect to have positive karma. It's just not the way it works. It doesn't. And I think we were talking about women, obviously, at the time. And I said, any dude that has sex with a pregnant woman and that's not your kid, I don't play with stuff like that. Not at all. I don't play with wives or fiancés. I don't play like that. Why? Because I know, and I'm not even married, and I don't have kids. But I could probably guess where I would take it if you want to play with them.
2: There's a crime of passion for a reason. People can literally plead, I did that shit because I was passionately in love, upset, whatever. So there's literally a court. I like just the fact that you can go in front of a judge and say that. So stop fucking with people. Yeah. Stop fucking with people. They can literally say, "Yeah, I fucking snapped," and get fucking 10 years instead of 50 type shit. Hmm. So stop playing with people. They literally decide in a court of law that you can actually snap.
0: From and that's not even, and that's love. not, like, I I don't call it BS either. Like, no, no. I, I truly believe, like, you literally can, like, anybody that's perfectly fine
1: can just snap. <laughs> Hell yeah.
2: yes, exactly. Hell
1: yeah. I mean, we'll, we're not taking it to that extent in terms of what I'm about to say. But Kwame Brown, I said it on the radio show. I said, Kwame snapped. And I said it right after, because I think he got mad at somebody for saying he snapped. And I told Kwame, why is that a bad thing? That you snapped. Yeah. People get pushed to snap. enough.
2: People don't want to allow <laughs> celebrities to snap because they're supposed to be so perfect. They're human just like anything else, but guess what? They're in the public eye. Everything they do is recorded. You know how shitty we would all look if everything was recorded? Bro, Fame. that's yeah. what you did at the CBS <laughs> with cashier? I give, You it, was rude as fuck last week, and we got it on camera. Yeah. Tuesday morning, 30. It would be really fucked up if everything was literally tracked. People don't realize that. But yeah, people never realize that these—they're people just like everybody else. Stop yeah. putting them on a pedestal. It's just like
0: sports, people. we sit here and we look at this player and be like, this, this, this. He wasn't working as hard, this, 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 and really get on him. But just like you said, that cash register that didn't do their job, maybe miscounted this, this, and this. If somebody was on you and stuff, you—you'd break down.
2: Yeah, if you had to turn on the news every day and see cashier at CVS constantly fucking up for the fifth time this yeah. week, you will fucking cry. Word. Like, I'm really trying, man. And I get like,
0: Kwame, man, I get Kwame his respect. Hell of I don't it. know how he waited this long. I'd have lost my damn mind. <laughs> Stephen A, <laughs> man, especially Stephen A. He would yeah, me. i it's it's probably pull it up excessive. on Stephen A. He was doing too much.
1: But what is worth? Kwame says Seattle has agreeable hand-to-hand combat. so he told Stephen A, if I catch you in Seattle, like... <laughs> like <laughs> Because it's you in Seattle, fam. All we need to to do is agree and shake on it. Yeah, we can get rocking.
0: It comes to a point to where it's not just you criticizing sports, it's you criticizing the man 100%. You called him a scrub, said he can't play, he just say he don't belong. Like, nobody in professional sports doesn't belong. I just told because I coach a high school team, I just told my kids. I was about to get
1: to that, too. I was hoping to get to that at this point.
0: I was coaching my kids, whatever. I was talking to them. I'm like, and they're like, yeah, coach, you thinking about going back? I'm like, I would love to. But the thing is, it's so competitive. I'm like, you have to realize when you get into professional sports, you are literally, not arguably, literally top 50 in the world of what you do. Mm -hmm. Top 50 in the world. Seven billion people in the world, and you're top 50 at what you do, where it's, I think it's 5% of high school athletes actually play D1 sports, and it's like 0.5% of those uh, athletes in college actually go on to professional sports like that's tough I'm like so as I'm sitting there telling you guys yeah but this is this is a job that's just the most competitive thing in the world
1: and like you said every year it's a new batch of talent just getting thrown right it's back a new batch
0: the- here new seniors from college new seniors from college new seniors from college you know mix it up see what's going on It's more people coming in than people going out
1: Yeah, um, two things. I don't remember. Is it Trent? Was it Trent Dilfer? Might have been Trent Dilfer. Um, and he had a viral video. He had a video go viral. And just the you said sports kind of as a as a reference point. I think we've seen just from the way social media reacts to certain sports moments that it couldn't be you. And I'm pretty sure it was the DB's coach that was in Jeff Okuda's face.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And regardless of what he was saying, can you identify the number one? And, and Jeff could have been stating his point, and I probably just alluded to it. What was the number one mistake that Jeff made?
0: Uh, I think Not even was, in the play, in I the don't video. think he was giving – he wasn't looking at him. He wasn't really giving him the respect of looking at him. It was like he was trying to over-talk him. And I could see the words come out of the coach. All he was saying was, do your job. You literally can see his mouth saying, do your job, do your job, do your job. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's saying it over and over, obviously the
1: other person is trying to, trying to say something else. You feel me? That was the the number one mistake that I thought he made. He kept talking.
0: Yeah, that was it. You just take your coach and move on.
1: You don't coaches say it all the time. You don't have to agree. Yeah, at it's all. similar to a parent.
0: Yeah. Just take say, say it, Say okay man. and walk
1: away. Man. It's fine. Just say okay and walk away. I'm going
0: to get to my point after we get out this Jeff thing. Is it about this? It's similar to. Talk it. to me cuz to okay. get to trends too. I feel like people people in the world, man, they got this main character syndrome to where they just don't respect hierarchy. Like if you're a student or you know, student, respect teacher. If you're a child, respect your parent. If you're a player, respect your coach. Respect that hierarchy. Okay? Everybody got their role, their place. Don't step out of line. That's not your job. You don't run the team. The coach does. So to sit there, you may think you right. Cool. Just listen to what he got to say. Move on. I promise you it's going to be way better than just fighting. Because you got, I mean, and I just told my players last night, too. It's another thing. Um, they're talking about a player talking about this, this, this. Because I'm defense coordinator. And one of our players wasn't playing that game. He's taught me aside as the offense is out there. He's like, yeah, do you think we'd be good if we put this player in at quarterback? I'm like, I have nothing to do with that. I'm like, for one, when I signed up and said, yeah, I'm going to be defensive coordinator for this team, I basically said that I'm good with whatever the offensive coordinator, whatever the head coach, whatever anybody that has a specific job in our staff does, I'm good with whatever they're going to do. That's basically what I said. Because I signed up for defensive coordinator for this team. Not offensive coordinator, not QB coach, not special teams coach. That's not my part. So if I'm on this team and I agree to be with these other staff members, I need to step back. And I told the player that. I'm like, hey, that's not my job. I don't worry about that. Whatever they do, I'm rocking with it because that's basically what I said when I took this job on. So if you take the job on and say, hey, I'm going to go play on this team, I'm going to go work at this spot, respect the hierarchy and respect your position and stay in your lane. Hmm. Shout out to – Yeah. That's a PS. Shout out to LeVar Ball. Stay in your lane.
1: You did. And the funny thing is too about that is you went about it in a nice way. Because you could have gave them the ultimate defensive player response.
0: Yeah. I could have easily said, you know, look, I'd have thrown this player in there and I'd have ran this play and this because I you know, obviously I'm a football player. Right. I'ma have things that I think. You know, maybe a little better to do whatever. Right. But I don't need to say that. What's that going to give me? Brownie points with that player?
1: And then if something go wrong, <laughs> it's like, yeah. man, I did that. But at the same time, too, you could have gave them the ultimate defensive answer of them asking you who should we put in at quarterback. You could have looked at them and said, I can tell you what, whoever is in there at quarterback, we're going to try to get them the ball back as quickly as possible. Yeah, that too. <laughs>
0: I don't really. Yeah, do our job, man. man we're we
1: worried about getting whoever it is the ball back. I don't give a shit who it yeah. is. As long as they put points on the board, we don't care. Um, Oh, about Michael K. Williams, uh, I do want to say shout out to the Joe Budden podcast because Joe kind of went in depth and told some stories about Michael K. Williams and told some stories about how uh, relatable he was with common everyday people. Uh, And I believe a lot of these stories obviously were told in New York and... I'm trying my best not to do... It's not a comparison by no means, but it's the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, When he told a couple of stories about Michael K. Williams, I thought about my one interaction and one of the interactions that uh, somebody that I knew had with Chadwick Boseman. And... Kind of got the same vibes from a lot of the stories that were being told. These were people that were superstars at what they did. And... Maybe didn't walk around as such. I and love
0: people like that, man. I swear I love people
1: like that. The smallest thing can be big for a person because of who they are. And I I, I remember I told this story once on here, and I don't know if you've ever heard it, so I'll tell it one more time. Chadwick Bozeman was the only uh, celebrity that I thought, you know, everybody probably has that moment. It's like, I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have did that. Mm-hmm. Chadwick Bozeman I've always felt, was the one uh, – person one celebrity who had the story like yeah that was probably out of that was probably out of line it was Easter Sunday and we were walking out of church but I think what's interesting is I told him and I'm gonna tell this uh Will Smith small interaction because I I told him what I didn't tell Will and I was walking out of church and everybody was leaving and when I saw him I walked up to him and I said I don't even do this. Like, I hate doing this. Like, I know you want to just go about your day as, like, normal. I said, but I want to do sports analysis. I said, and it, to me, I said, I feel like I'm standing in front of Jackie Robinson. I said, I can't not say something. And he signed, he signed something for me, and, he, uh, and that's actually the last autograph that I've ever asked for. Mm. And I don't plan on ever asking for another one after that um but that was the last autograph that i had uh asked for he signed it and he signed 42. and that was just the moment because i was like fam i know who you are but that's what you kind of want to do and shortly thereafter if anybody knows anything about me i love Thurgood good marshall ding 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 he went and did marshall so i felt like certain things aren't by coincidence we talk about this all the time certain things are not no. coincidence no and as far as the Will Smith story, I tell—I keep that one short. I met Will at the uh, Netflix—that um, the Netflix building when I worked in uh, LA. And when he walked in, I don't—I don't like saying the word idol. The closest thing I've ever been to an idol, I feel like outside of my parents, was Muhammad Ali. When Muhammad Ali passed, I cried, I cried, I cried. I told my dad it was a selfish ass reason why I was crying, because that meant I would never be able to meet him. Yeah. And when I met Will, I shook Will's hand and I said, "You'll never understand how much this means to me." And I walked away. That's why. Will, by the way, hey. Th- that's why I said that. In my mind, I met my Ali. All right. Bill Withers is coming on. No more sad shit. <laughs> right. I promise I'm not doing it no more. I'm not, it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not
0: doing it. Where we at? All right, Peter Ali, too, man. A man that spoke his mind for his people.
3: You did.
1: And I remember they asked him one time, too. Actually, let me not do this right now. They asked him one time too, uh, why was he so vocal about certain things when he had everything that he wanted and he this is that and the third? Do you remember his response?
0: What he said, I can't remember.
1: Ali's response was because I'm Cassius Clay and I'm one person. I'm speaking for my brothers and sisters. That's one of the people in the fight game. You couldn't walk up to Greg Popovich is another one in basketball, KD is another one in basketball. Like, people, they got mad at Cam Newton when he did it. They got mad at Deshaun Watson when he did it. When you talk to these people that are great at what they do, Mm -hmm. you got to come correct. Ali said that answer and was like, kind of stupid-ass question is that? Yeah. Why would I stop now? Because I have what I want? We're getting back to it, Bill.
0: I look uh, then another thing that people don't realize, he somewhat got the Kaepernick treatment. We hmm. look at his record. Look at the the break in the years of his fighting. He missed some prime years. Stripped him of the belt and everything. Of speaking out, you know, for his people. So I respect him. I respect him to the, you know, to the day I die and pass on,
1: man, because he gave up. He gave up a lot for his people. And I'm a strong believer in in words, so I try not to talk about it too too much. But whenever that eventually does happen. You kind of alluded to it, fam. I'm up there roaming. Yeah. I'm finding <laughs> Ali, dog. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> Where yeah. is he at? Oh man. I like the forty I like the first 45 minutes. We did a, we had a good mix of all of it. Rest in peace to all the names that we just said earlier. Rest in power. Rest in power. I like that. Rest in power. Let him rock. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Um, what happened?
2: I'm just they talking about some De- Detroit style pizza, a Pizza Hut that looks so nasty. It looks Dom- terrible. Domino's so and Pizza Hut right look now. gross now. After I found my place. You wanted
1: what you, you find? Did they pay something? Yeah, oh, uh, you see you I found your place. So,
2: uh, Sophie's or sophia's? sophia's I think, Sophia's Pizza. It's a spot on Eastern. It's like it's like a mom and pop spot, like, it's some real pizza. Pizza, mm. it's I think like I feel like one of the closest things. Um, you'll get to like probably like a New York style because mm-hmm. it's like real slices, like, not them little domino ship, like real slices of pizza. You can choose if you want plain loaded, but that shit was fire. i I think I got the bundle with like the wings. So a large pizza with the supreme toppings and then, like, 20 wings. Sophia's. It came out for, like, $45. But that's a deal because these days places tax taxed for the wings. And it was
1: Yo, delicious. I am a, wing, I am a chicken wing connoisseur. And I'm so bougie with where I'm going to spend my money, bro. Because mm-hmm. pretty much everywhere you go is, like, a dollar a wing. So I'm fine with it depending on where I go. Mm-hmm. But certain places ain't getting my dollar. That's just not going to happen. Um, yeah, it's,
2: I'm sorry, it's Sophia's Pizza. Be. It's on 5645 Southeastern Avenue.
1: Delicious. Oh yeah, I'm gonna check it out. And they I'ma open
2: check it late it uh, on the weekend, so <laughs> 1am.
0: I've been getting in this weird mood to where it's like, you don't try to take life for granted. So I, I just, you know, you start thinking about what you eat and what you're doing. If it starts to get a little too repetitive, you start to feel like you're not enjoying life. So I've been trying <laughs> different spots doing Word. different things just yeah. trying to just trying to mix it up just to you know not limit yourself like i like yeah. randomly it's funny that you say that you you fears or whatever i went to a mama's pop pizza spot too uh i think it was tuesday or no it was thursday thursday night to get uh to get me and my girl some pizza rustica pizza hmm. down the street from my house never heard of it <laughs> just saw it one day when i went to the grocery store i was like all right i need to this isn't this, this, and this. And then tonight, taking my girl to a, a Italian restaurant that we ain't never been to, Nora's. I love people, it. People say they love Italian Nora's dude. Italian restaurant, whatever. So it's just get out there and do, you know, do different stuff, man.
1: Yeah. The first thing you just said that really caught my attention was Thursday night. A lot of people try to plan for, like, Friday, Saturday, something like, trying to plan for something big. Like you just said, sometimes it's coming home Wednesday night, looking around and being like,
0: you want to go? Nice and simple, too. Yeah. Like, it was, like, it's... T- Took more effort. I just knew the spot. I was on the way went home from uh, practice or whatever. Did the online order for pickup. Went up in there. Probably had to wait five minutes. Got the piece and was out. And it's right down the street. So it was nothing extra. Like, usually people think they doing something different. It got to be extra. It ain't always got to be that.
2: Yeah, because I feel like that's how I'm sometimes. I, I try to make it too much, and then I'm like, you know what? Let me just let me just relax. Not that big of a deal. And I'm always worried, like, mm-hmm. what if I don't like this place, or what if I don't like this activity? But then I don't know what I don't like. So you hmm. gotta go out there. I did a lot so of different can stuff this week. Know I what you like, and what you it. don't like.
1: Yeah,
0: that's crazy. Like, I made a pot roast this week. Hey, that's my that's go-to. Bro. like, I yeah, love I it, don't bro. really been I doing did, it. I did. I did a lot this week. I'm not gonna lie. No, that and
1: there's reason to pat yourself on the back too, because for what it's worth, let's say you don't want to do, let's say you don't want to cook at all next week. Yeah. Pat yourself on the back for what you did last week. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's important to do that. Like, and it's important to celebrate your small wins. Like it is.
2: It's tiring. It especially is. Especially when, I mean, we're not rich. We don't have a personal chef, a personal maid, or whatever. So that prepping and cooking, and especially when you're cooking, like, Quality food, you're not just eating frozen food. Yeah, you're actually in the skillet, chopping, doing all type of stuff. That's a lot. So, doing that every day, if I eat out a couple times the next week, I can't nobody tell me nothing because I cook for seven days. Yeah, you in did a your row. thing. I'm a chef if you ask me.
1: No, no, fact, if you cook seven like days in a point, row, you're your I'm, chef.
2: I've deemed myself a chef because I'm cooking every day now. Yeah, I can't imagine people. It's
0: cheese. some people that don't even cook once a week, huh? It's some people that don't even cook once a oh, week. Oh, no, not
2: facts. Some people I don't cook can't. like ever. Some people do barely cook like once a month. I don't understand how you look like I that. Like I your mom like when I was grab young, you. I get
1: tired of fast food. Like, when or even like, like eating out. Like, it gets tiresome. You when said I when I you were young. T- uh,
2: when I was a teenager, in like my early adult years, like 18, 19, mm-hmm. I was cool with Hot Pockets. We'd go to McDonald's, whatever, d- d- pizza. But personally, once I got to 23, 24, I was like, yeah, I need to make some I got before, shit I was like I'm craving some vegetables <laughs> like I'm about to eat a bag of celery and <laughs> it was just like I have to cook for myself and my yeah. best friend she cooked a lot so that was a good influence for me because she helped and she would always tell me girl you want such and such you could just make this at home I'll tell you what you need to do so I just started cooking at home and then I was like yeah I don't see how people could just Go on to be in their thirties and still like eating, you know, a frozen TV dinner every night for dinner. It
0: don't even feel good. It don't
2: even feel good. you. Know, it don't feel hearty. It's not. The only time I warm something up is like a pot if I'm tired. Like if I if I don't feel like cooking, I'll throw something in the microwave. But every night I would be. I know I can't eat like that every night. But some people's. I don't know if their palate doesn't mature or if they're cool. Cause I know people who are almost thirty and they still like. You feel me? They just eat out every day, or they just—they don't cook. Whatever is in the house is getting warmed up in the microwave. Mm-hmm. So I mean, some people—I don't know—they never evolve from that. But I, like you said, it doesn't feel good. You, li- I like—I like cooking <coughs> my meal. I like. Exploring different things. Seeing what Shout I out to like.
1: Genesis. Genesis. It's fun. Uh, like you just, just say exploring said exploring that. that.
2: Seeing, yeah, seeing what you like because uh, you don't have to eat. the. I feel like people who because I, I never liked to cook. Like I started cooking like a little bit after I would say like I was maybe 19 or 20 because my mom never cooked. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't cook. My dad, he cooked when I was a kid. He passed away when I was young. So after that, my mom, she didn't really cook much. I don't really it is what it is you know she was a single mom and Mm. she had me and my brother so i mean we ate shit i wasn't starving it is what it (laughs) is but now i can pass on to my children actual cooking skills and cooking habits because like they always say whatever you're raised with whatever happens that's cool but once you're an adult that's sh- that's your time to take it back. I can't still be twenty five talking about well, I don't cook because my mom didn't cook. I mean yeah. I but that was a long time ago. You have to learn how to cook now. I even be giving my mom recipes, like I just made this, I just made and that. like
0: you just said, there's reasons why though. You know? Word. She I'm sure your mom knows she wants you to be better. Yeah. For your the kids to be better than you, exactly. for their kids to be better than them. You know, it's supposed to get better at the end of exactly. the day. Progression.
2: Yeah, she, and she always, lo- she always loves to hear it. She always joke and be like, oh, yeah, because, you know, I didn't cook. I'm like, yeah, mama, I know. So that's why I'm trying to give you these little new recipes. But, yeah, teach yourself and take it on to the next generation. It's just yeah. don't use as an excuse of, what happened definitely a lot of us grew up not eating the best meals and it just is what it is a lot of us single parents working all the time I mean I can't say if I was a single mom with two or three kids working all the time if I could put a hot meal every Word. night y'all might be getting some uh, yeah nuggets yeah. y'all gonna eat some food On some uh-huh. real
0: quick meals like Hamburger Helper
2: yeah oh my mom was good it's so <laughs> the funny my mom was good for Hamburger Helper if she was like up in there making a the Hamburger Helper I was like, okay, cool. Cause she never really cooked. <laughs> so I'm like, we get hamburger helper tonight. That's some you got the beef and the skin. We can make it work. We making re- that that was the close thing. I was getting to like some real, real hot food. So I was like, Oh, this is delicious. The so funny I'm, thing yeah. is
1: too, my parents like they used to do it. My mom didn't used to cook often. Both my parents used to used to cook. So um actually still cook. But uh, my dad used to used to be in there more. He used to want to be in there more. The funny thing is, now that you bring up hamburger helper, me and my brother used to always fell away. If my mom says she was making hamburger helper, bet we're gonna eat in 20 minutes. If my dad's making hamburger helper, I'm gonna walk down to Taco Bell real quick. And <laughs> have a couple tacos because this shit about to take an hour plus. To take too long. And the funny, funny thing about my dad is to tell you guys kind of where we're at now, my dad just completed his culinary course. So we get why he was in there so long. He's in
0: there doing the most.
1: But we also get. Or do you also get that we pulled out Hamburger Helper for a reason, fam? Like,
2: he's what's like, fucking nah, hungry, he Doug? <laughs> he's like, freaking a little parsley. He's chopping it. Yeah, he's <laughs> chopping up the extra <laughs> veggies. Like, it's okay. That's fine. I'm he like, letting bro, it simmer a certain way. I don't way. care about
1: caramelized onions in my Hamburger Helper. I don't. I don't, bro. You're <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> like, nah, you got to
2: get it a certain <laughs> that's way. Man.
1: I don't care about none of this, bro.
2: Hamburger Helper, that was Shut a staple
1: out. keeping families together.
0: It was. It was. People bash Hamburger Helper. It and was ugh. I thought, yeah, it wasn't the greatest. but yeah. It got me through.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm not going to hold y'all. I'll tell y'all the truth. People always ask me how I lost weight. Yeah, it was it was um, working out. It was the whatever, whatever. I had just moved to Vegas, and I was on the Dollar Tree diet. I told everybody, I don't give a shit how you feel about mm-hmm. w- the way I look. I was adjusting to college. Hell yeah, that's what, that's, that's what happens. Um, y'all ready to argue now? Let's get it.
2: Argue.
1: Sure, let's argue. <laughs> We're out and We've been vibing. Y'all ready to argue? All right, so I don't know when I'm cutting the speaker on, but we talked about this last episode last week, I think, and we talked about Drake's intros. Mm-hmm. That's why when this podcast opened and you said you don't know if he's known for intros, I said they're gonna kill you. See this,
0: <laughs> but you feel me though? Like, yeah, I'm not saying it's. Intro, I feel you when she played, she
1: played before the pod started. Yeah, I feel. Dude, that's a stop.
0: Like. Intros, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's intros is trash. I'm just saying right. it's not like everybody. Ooh, what's the first song of
1: Drake album? You feel me? I do go to it like that. <laughs> I go into every Drake project. I feel, like, I feel, I feel, like, I feel like, I feel like it's good projects it all the way through. But it's not like you think first
0: song is the best song of the album. You feel me?
1: I think she's gonna say exactly what, what I'm gonna say. My eyes opened up because I'm. I, what, don't you say intro? it? Don't you say it? Don't you say it? But I think you know the best intro okay. before you even go. I, you got a point?
2: Oh yeah, no. I was just gonna say you said before I go. And the thing about this intro... Wait, I was
1: about to say, don't tell them which one it is, though. I'm not going to say which one it
2: is. I think this is the best intro or one of the best intros, but I don't think it's the best song on this album. So that's all I have to say.
0: What you got?
1: I feel like that that happens. I feel like that might be a lot of the things. Try to remember that point while we keep going. I know the drinks are flowing, but try to remember that point when we keep going. Mm -hmm. Because the one that you were just playing before, I'll I'll come out the back and say what it is. A lot of people feel like Tuscan Leather is one of his best intros. Hell yeah. Yeah. And the bo- fact that both of y'all are shutting out of y'all head, yeah. And I'm not trying to be this. I guy, think it's top
0: three for me.
2: Okay. What I don't was? think it's top three to me. If it's not top three, but give me oh, a top it, three good, now. You can't good. go anywhere.
1: I got to my t- I got my two already. But anyway,
0: <laughs> but anyway,
1: but <laughs> anyway, that one for me, <laughs> I think furthest thing is a better intro.
0: It would have been a better intro. And for, you
2: said furthest thing is it? That's
1: song number that? two. Oh. So for me, I mean think for like this it's thing better, is a better song. It's a better song, yeah. But I it think I it's a better song, so I would have just flipped those. Oh, definitely, definitely. But I know how Drake, with the exception of maybe Scorpion, he came in slow on all of his fucking intros, damn near.
2: I still have rarely listened to Scorpion.
1: I can't even name a song. And I don't, I even,
0: don't even, I don't even remember really lyrics from Survival as much. Like I skipped uh, that song. And, for the most and Survival part. is
1: slow. You're right. That's another one. Cause uh, non-stop that was, was that was
0: scorpion.
2: I, more life. I barely listen to that. Watch your mouth.
1: Free smoke is fire. No, it's a
2: good, it's a good album, but I barely, I barely listen to it. I'm.
1: It's a playlist and it's fucking amazing. Anyway, <laughs> can I say
2: my favorite Drake intro?
1: Wait, cause I, I think, I think you and me are right. I think, or I think you're right. I think we do agree on it. So let's see what his is first. We'll get to ranking them and we'll probably play a couple right now too. Right off hand. What do you think is your favorite Drake intro? Wait, are we going favorite or best? Uh.
2: Well, I, c- Let's go, favorite, let's go favorite. Let's go favorite, favorite first. Yeah.
1: And then we'll go best and determine which one is the best best structured intro. Uh,
0: okay, so Tuscan, Tuscan Leather is obviously in my top three. Okay. I'd say I, I'm a little biased with this one. It may not be in any of y'all top three. Legend, because I mess with that. That's my favorite Drake
1: album. That's your favorite Drake intro? Fa- favorite Drake album in general. Oh, uh, if, if you read you're this reading this too late.
0: It's too late I so like it. Legend. Be in the top three, probably be on the two or the three side of it. And then I love Over My Dead Body, but that's not, it just don't sound like an intro to me. That's in my top three. <laughs>
3: that's in my top like, that's, three. Like,
0: it's, that's there. I guess up, like, it's better than the two songs I just listed in general, but it just don't sound like an intro. That's the weird thing to me. Really? Sound you, like, think, you think you you use it as an outro too? Sound like an outro. Sound like one of them little songs where it's damn near like an interlude in the mid, in the middle of the album. That's in a way, like
1: a it just don't sound like an intro. So, but the interlude on that album was what uh, "Buried Alive," Kendrick,
0: right? Yeah, but given I, I gotta respect that intro because it's number one song. I gotta say that's probably his best intro. Which one? I'm sorry. Over my dead body. Okay. To me, it's the better song out of all of the ones that I, I said. Is that your favorite one? One says
1: my favorite entry. which one's your favorite
0: i have to go with i had to go legend
1: legend yeah i had to go legend okay before we even give any analysis caprice what about yours
2: am i d- i'm doing metallic three top three
1: you can do your top three if you want to
2: um okay over my dead body oh okay over is my dead one? body it's probably number one uh tuscan leather and keep the family close, even though this is upsetting. Okay, keep the family close is not on. It's not. We're starting at music. take.
1: I mean, where are we starting at? Thank me later. I think all. We started with yeah, the give Even go though off. we going
2: all. Let's
0: go all. Okay, why well, limit yourself?
2: Fireworks is.
1: That's what
0: I was about to <laughs> say. Fireworks is, is up the, there.
1: Fireworks <laughs> might be his best one. That's my answer. I think fireworks is his best one. My favorite one is Legend. So we got two whose favorites is Legend. So your favorite is which one again, Caprice?
2: Over My Dead Body. That's the one That's said, in my top three. But my favorite song on the album, which is underrated, is Underground Kings. He goes crazy on that song. I
1: and we argue all the time, and we always had to talk about Drake's favorite, or best Drake album, best Drake uh, intro, whatever the case may be. I did tell Caprice one day, I was like, you want to argue? Really argue? I was like, what's Drake's best song? And everybody was like, we're not doing it, we're not that's, doing it. That's My favorite Drake that's song weird. is Underground King. That's a I felt like Drake, would, you already know, I used to drive an Acura. So certain things just resonate with me in that song. Oh, and I have
2: to take something, <laughs> something back, I said from the last time. I think I said if you're reading this, it's too late, it was not a classic, and I take that back. That I is don't know what is not a classic. Oh, I know. This, the, probably the albums that I don't listen to, more I life. can't deem a classic yet, which would definitely it would be More Life and, S- and Scorpion.
1: Scorpion is really long to be considered so a classic. More life I can Scorpion,
2: see that. I, I can't even name anything off those. So I guess I'm going to have to. One of these days, I'm going to take a deep dive into both and see how I'm feeling. But every time I turn it on, it just. It don't hook me. Scorpion? But so
1: you don't know about That's How You Feel. Jaded. Uh, Rats, Happy Birthday is a trash song to me. I'm sorry, Jaded. <laughs> Um, nonstop stop elevate, um, survival. Um, hell, my favorite song from that. Yeah, uh, I what's swa- my favorite song from that album, actually?
0: From Scorbury,
1: uh, Mob Ties. You know that album, get when the fuck he, out of here. No,
2: no, I'm <laughs> saying like you're naming them, and I can't name them. I'm saying like, okay, now that you but said but if I
1: played it, them, you would know them.
2: I can't sing along, but yeah, I've heard it. I just, you I know, I'm upset. I, no, I didn't say that. I haven't heard. Like, I can't name. I'm not that familiar to be like, oh, I know what this is. It's one of those. Oh yeah, I've heard that to song. To pull from it, so I can't like pull from it. But when he dropped, obviously, Care Package, I was mm-hmm. all over that, and that was nothing but his old shit. Absolutely. And I couldn't stand all the little dweebs talking about. Oh my God, Drake! Why would you? We don't want to hear this. Shut up! Yes, we do.
1: So we, I know we put you put all all don't.
2: My favorite singles in one place. Shut up.
1: <laughs> I know you don't like Bad Team Drake, but oh, you no. need to watch your mouth when it comes to this? <laughs> well, Fam.
2: I don't like that ting-ting I don't like ting-ting The drag. bad ting drag. Bad ting. <laughs> yeah, I don't, he knows I don't like that drag, dude.
1: <laughs> we gon,
2: if you you're know, watching so this right on YouTube. He's from him, he's from Toronto, like relax.
1: You ever been in Toronto? How you know they don't talk like that?
2: <laughs> he don't talk like that.
1: Um, if this is the first one that we put back on YouTube, There's a lot of muting going on, which is why we're trying to talk over it. We're letting these Drake intros rock for a little bit, guys. We're having too—we're having too much fun with this. You You know?
2: (laughs) He reminds me of Chet. He reminds me of Chet, and he's half white, so he really reminds me of Chet. Stop doing that.
0: More to pun your head top. Like you
2: don't even (laughs) stop.
1: Comparing Drake and Chet Hanks' island accent is fucking hilarious.
2: Tell me they don't sound alike, and they share a race. So come on. That's how he decided to start his album. More tune, pun your head top. Yeah.
1: But we also spoiled now more life, more everything, huh? I'm gonna have fun with it. This is that shit. I'm gonna have fun with this. this that
2: shit. Fun with it. I drove a Volvo. Wow. This
0: album was amazing. And they don't get enough. It's credit not a miss
1: me. on it. Yeah. I think Star 6 7 is one of the most underrated songs that Drake has ever made. I think Jungle is Star probably 6, one of his top Jungle
0: 10 songs. Was, Jungle is was amazing. Jungle is the top 10 Drake song. Like the production on that on is insane. Nigga,
1: that hey, why that shit? Why that shit, Why the level's so loud in this fucking album? You're loud as hell. <laughs> Bro,
3: what the
0: fuck? And this album got his best diss on it yet. People think
1: he came at Meek
0: foul. Tiger? The, the way he came at Tiger is 6 p.m. in New York?
3: Hey fam. I felt you like one of them bars where you
0: grab your mouth and you're like, oh no, he didn't. Just need to act your age and not your girl's age? When
2: he said, I know your girl, too,
1: just not in public? Every day. Disrespectful. Let's have fun with it, y'all. Champagne Poetry is going to creep into his top five, I think, for a lot of people.
0: I think as we go back, I think if we go forward in the next couple of years, we'll respect this song a little bit more. I think so, too. Because I don't think I'm respecting as much as I should. I'm not.
1: I'm telling you right now, I'm not. It's just like,
0: uh, But I think when we think back, maybe if we, you know our parents sit around table, whatever. And talk they about some music and they talk hey. about, ooh, this, this, this. Do y'all
2: see the description on Scorpion? What's y'all up? read that? I'm late. I never read it.
0: Description on what?
1: Oh, yeah. On Yeah, Scorpion. Drake. Yeah, Drake uh, we don't like the Drake that raps. We don't like the Drake that sings. Say it again. Oh, okay. No, so, do it, though. Oh,
2: I hate when Drake raps. Drake sings too much. Drake is a pop artist. Drake doesn't even write his own songs. Drake took a nail. Drake didn't start from the bottom. Drake is finished. I like Drake's older stuff. Drake makes music for girls. Drake thinks he's Jamaican. Hmm. We'll let that breathe. Drake is an <laughs> actor. Drake changed. Anybody else greater than Drake? Yeah, yeah, we know
1: And that's when he gave you a double-sided album. no you know what's funny too and I'm and I'm, I swear we're getting back to his intros and I stand on this shit because you disrespect Scorpion a little bit to the you're not as bad as Rambo is, but we have an episode on here. Uh, I think it might have been episode 21 uh, where we did episode Rambo. Uh, Episode title was called Rambo. We brought on Brianna Velarde. And the funny thing is, she finally said it in a public platform on that episode. She said, you know what? I got to walk back my views. Because she's one of the biggest Drake fans that I know, and views wasn't it for her. And I told her in the moment. Same for me. Really? Same for me. That is a top...
0: That and more life was just like Are you cool boy. Ugh. Like, I, in
1: hindsight, views might be a top three Drake album.
0: You know, this you know why? Man. Do you know why that was kind of like hood mm-hmm. uh, for me? Both of those albums because I think it came right after. If you're reading this, Is too late. And if you're reading this, is too late, reading, this is too late was so hot to me. Yeah, it's just it didn't amount it's to that. It slowed down. So
1: it just it was just down to me. More life for sure. I, I won't say too much about what what was other we just named?
0: more life and if you uh Uh, more life and what's the name um views Views. they came they came right after if you read this it's too late
1: from the six and i think what people where where he fucked up on views from the city or from views is similar to certified lover boy he changed the drop date a couple times Mm. and i believe that was when he originally i don't know he i think he got injured during that release too and he had to push it back He's he's had these moments, and I think views was so hyped up that it came. it was it straight pop later. singles, pop singles, pop singles. It was. <laughs> They're all hits, bro. I don't know. It was <laughs> con- the, the it was controller,
0: artist. one dance, Shit, pop so style, got the too now, good bro. with Rihanna, and like those is all cool songs. But you know,
1: pop songs,
0: I'll listen to them, but it's not like I'm gonna be playing it every day in
1: my whip either. Though another one of Drake's top, one of my favorite Drake songs. I'll probably say it's in my top five. Too much, off of nothing was it saying, is up there for me. So we'll we'll get to that in a too second. Much too much with
0: Yeah. I, I mess with Sanfa too.
1: I'm nodding. Yes, guys, yes. I forgot it we're doing a podcast. Yes. So we gonna we're gonna let we're gonna let some more of these intros rock for a little bit. Caprice, you should have fun with this one. It's hard as hell to rank Drake's intros. I think if I had to do it, like I said my top 3 is Fireworks. <laughs> is it? Cuz we always say over my dead by, and we don't. It was a, he even started using an acronym for it. So what is that OMDB?
2: Yeah.
1: OMDB. He never finished the verse. Yeah, the actual woman she never said the yeah. word. That yeah. is true. Off the last record, so, I'm Look you know, at Caprice's face. <laughs> Nigga, that's <laughs> a record. I'm living like I'm that's the present one you got to mention. This is nothing for race. So.
2: But they still play it, though.
1: Because it's that new Drizzy Drake. That's just the way it go. Um, Legend, Fireworks, and OMDB is in my top three. Fireworks is probably his best one. I think Legend is two, and OMDB might be three. I'm done. There's my three.
2: I could go an I on I want want his beat, beat nigga. nigga. Yeah, man. That's a bar. Yeah, man. Drake is crazy.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, man.
2: I went. Wait, just a disclaimer or whatever the fuck, maybe wrong word. I went through this phase a disclaimer. where I was listening to nothing but Drake. I used to pick up my friend for work, and he used to always say. Bro, every time I get in the car, you have Drake playing. Like, do you listen to anybody else? And I was like, I do. He has a hold on me right now. <laughs> I was listening to that nigga every day. I had to, like, stop listening for some time and give other artists some play because I was like, yo, Drake has a chokehold on me right now. I give do him credit,
0: to- though, man, because it's like, as you say that, I'm pretty sure you remember what exact album you was listening to in them times, too. Yeah. Was it Any you? Times he creates through- certain... I don't know what the word for it but it's like certain some this music create moments where it's like you think of the music and it'll bring you back to a time or whatever like when we just talked about um tuscan leather i remember the first time i listened to that album was was i was on varsity order high school and we was on our way because we was playing green valley high school so like what we would do is jv team played in before the game before Mm -hmm. so of course as a varsity player you would go to watch basically i like, watch a film whatever they're gonna be doing the same thing varsity gonna be doing right so it was on the bus whatever going to green valley and remember like that's just a m- weird thing that you remember a moment the first time you listed out a hundred
1: percent a hundred percent and yeah. i the funny thing <laughs> is funny. i remember everything right, i sure. used to like you talk about moments but i used to live next door to tiger and i remember the first time i heard 6 p.m oh, in New York. yeah in gardena
2: that makes me. me and Tiger got the same birthday Bear rock mm. whenever I, it's funny like the song Bear Rock, really? For what good. it's when worth, I think about it brings Rock, you back to something, I think huh? about my middle school being on the bus. Being on for the what bus it's worth,
1: too. Yep. Uh, it's funny that you brought up Bear Rock because Tiger was next door when he dropped uh, Coconut Juice. And it was right next door to Bell Park. And his real right name is Michael. I don't know if anybody knows that. but Well, yeah. if you actually Google the shit. Mm. But we flamed Michael so much for that shit. <laughs> we were like, fam, you put the lime in the cook. Like, we let him have it.
2: But y'all will let Drake do the it. The
1: next time we heard that nigga was on Bear Rock, and we didn't see that nigga no more. That's
2: so, funny. shout out to
1: Tiger, man. I'm my sure God. he got flamed a lot. Oh, 100%. 100
0: You remember that whole...
1: Um, Don't get my the, nigga in trouble, dog.
0: You remember the whole BT thing where he was doing, where he was like a battle rapper or whatever? Bro. And he was like, um, he was like tell them cats... I don't be in the alley or somewhere. Bro, I'm not doing this shit. shit He had had he had a couple of moments
1: where it's like, (laughs) why did you do this? Tell me why you did this again. He shot the tiger. Shot the tiger. One of the funny stories that I have about Tiger is he was scared as fuck to light one of these uh one of these uh I forgot what the fuck we were even popping that night. We were popping fireworks, Mm -hmm. and, and my brother was trying to tell him how to do it. And we were all fucking kids at this point. Yeah. And he lit it. And every time he kept lighting it, he kept, like, moving back so fast that the bottle was still wobbling. So my brother was like, you got to stop because you going to fuck up something. Yeah. So he did it, bro. Me and my brother started talking. My brother was leaning on the wall. I guess, <laughs> I guess Michael did the same shit, bro. He sparked it. That bottle got to twirling. Uh. That bottle fell and took off toward my brother. We, I will never forget. We had a brick wall that was like the it, it symbolized the end of our driveway yeah so it was it goes all the way to the back where the parking area was that fucking firework rode the wall and we saw the black the black little streak that it created that's crazy bro we thought Jarrell was going to fucking kill Tiger that night dog no, it was <laughs> that. he was like michael what the fuck we were like, hey, somebody grabbed Jarrell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my gosh, bro. Funniest shit in the world, funny. man. Good times. High school kids, middle school kids doing shit we probably shouldn't have been doing. Um, but, yeah, well, I think I got one more little, one more thing to play. Man. I'll tell that you what.
0: That boy, Tiger, got to be mentally strong, man, because he done made it through so many so much, man. He's still making radio hits, still making money.
1: And not only that, and you just said it—the second part, the making money—he's making it in so many different areas and yeah. avenues that people are looking at a Tiger like. So you
0: could think, you could think, y'all can a, say what y'all want. You could think he a lame and all that, but hey, that man's still out here striving and going through all this criticism.
1: I wonder how life, who knew that a flower would grow? Y'all want to give you our top three? Is why we got this last one playing. Talking about his songs in general. His uh intros.
0: Oh shit! I say, like, uh, I'm saying, I'm saying, Legend, Tuscan Leather, and. Uh, what did I say? I said Legend, Tuscan Leather.
1: OMDB, yeah. Take care.
0: Yep, over their body
1: up. they my, my top three.
0: You know what's funny? Like I say, one of my favorite Drake songs that nobody like says the same thing. Everybody, I feel like everybody forget about is "Fear," from uh
1: Oh Facts. Fear, boy.
0: How you thinking about your life a different way?
1: <laughs> nah, a couple of those records will. Have you second guessing some shit? Like you know what? Maybe I should. That's probably you know.
0: the most played track by Drake. I'd have never, you know, played throughout my life. Fear for sure.
1: Club Paradise is high as fuck for me. That too. <laughs> oh. Club Paradise is high as hell for me, though. Club I Paradise.
0: That. Uh, what's that,
1: that song? That one,
2: yeah. What, there's, a, there's like a group.
1: Free Spirits? No, no, no. no I I know. It's, it
0: came out around that same time. It's mm-hmm. Club Paradise is something else. Dreams uh, Money Can Buy? Yep. 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 Because guess what? It's I on was care gonna going to keep going.
2: It's a care package, my fucking shit.
0: He finally, finally put because I used to, you know, I literally oh, would oh, take oh, that oh. song, download it a certain way to you put it, to it in the Apple Music, and then. Put it on my phone. Mm -hmm. But finally, he put it. I had to download the MP3s and drag them
1: to YouTube. The MP3 converter. YouTube the MP3 and put it on your album Music. Get them shut down. Whoops. Um, (laughs) it's hard as hell (laughs) to uh to even rank these Drake albums, especially or Drake intros, especially when you realize "Keep the Family Close" didn't even get mentioned in us talking about. We were talking about. Um, got a lot of music though. Excuse me. No, it's great music. Uh, y'all want to talk about Three Stacks verse on uh on uh the unreleased Donda track? I mean unreleased Donda record. I
0: messed with it. It was smooth. I, I hate that you know, like he came out and said though. I hate how it got brought out. Word. You get me? Cause he he took that as in okay, his mother passed a tribute. You know I'm yep. gonna put my mother in the mix too. You don't take that and you know spin spin it differently on like come on now. He giving you respect. Don't spin it a certain way.
1: And even then, too, I feel like they said that Drake, or not Drake, they said Kanye had two uh, verses, two versions of verses on that um, record. One, I guess he was more talking about, not even his mom, but he was talking more about the subject matter. And the second album, I mean, the second verse, obviously, is the one that everybody heard. He was. uh, I'm not going to hold you guys. Y'all know how I feel.
0: You got to give me your take on the album, too.
1: On Donda? Yeah. Oh, that's a bet. I could do that. Um, I think... (sighs) I've said this before. There are real niggas everywhere. Definitely. I've always been taught, if anybody can get popped, anybody can do the popping. So I respect everybody. Not gonna lie. Whether it's true or not, I heard Kanye claim GDs and laughed. He did. (laughs)
0: I who? And I, that was kind of weird. G.D.s. I, I didn't. I didn't get. the Disciples. I, well, I lied well, too. While well, well well he too. do that? He just. I, I guess as a threat to Drake. Whatever. It, it's a,
1: it didn't. It didn't sound like it was a. It was a verse that was going out. It could have been him just, just letting some freestyling from his head, just getting some shit on paper, or getting some shit on record. That's fine. And it probably was never supposed to see the light of day. But I laughed. I did. Yeah. I, I just I, did.
0: You don't hold nothing like that. I think if you really wanted to put it out, you'd to put it out. So For sure. That's, That's why I don't f- think he was just
1: talking. He was just talking, but I just heard Ye say that. Yeah, It just laughed. Like I mean, it could be true. In fact, I think it is true. Not the point. <laughs> like,
0: blessed. Bless you. Still not the or point maybe, to me. Or maybe he was holding it for a deluxe explicit album. You think? Because the album isn't explicit at all. Not at all. And you claiming GD on like. Yeah.
1: But see, here's the, par- here's the problem um, I have, too. Maybe he
0: wasn't going to release it in the album at all. You know, it's a tribute to your mom, so you coming at
1: somebody else wouldn't
0: do that respect. So.
1: Three Stack said that he didn't know that it was supposed to be a clean album, whatever the case may be. First of all, there's moments where obviously in the record you're supposed, or that you hear curse words, well, where they're supposed to be, yeah. but they're blanked Definitely. out.
0: You can hear Fabio easily through his hundred percent. The
1: locks, like they're, it's all through there. Even Ye. and this is the part that I can't get with. By the way, I will say musically, musically. Yeah, I'm talking every instrumentation that went into it. I haven't felt this way about the Ye project since my beautiful dark twist. Oh yeah, me. I love, I love this album. I love boy. this project. I love it. Um, I do want to say though to everybody saying that it, it's a gospel project. It's no, it's not, not. It's not. It's not. First of all, I heard Kanye say something in the, and everybody's saying that that uh That's what they said about
0: Yeezes. They said it was a video game album off the first track. <laughs> like, yeah, the first track, yeah, I didn't like the first track. But after that, it no, gets get a little better. It get better.
1: It gets spotty though.
0: Can't hold my liquor. Uh Black, Black Skin hand hand is probably the best song. Like, it's some songs that actually like Blood on the Leaf. Classics. Blood on the, like classics. Yeah, i give you that. People don't even understand the sample from Blood on the Leaves. Blood on the Leaves is hard. I'll give you that. I heard, when I heard it, because I, I knew the song, I forgot, I forgot her name. She just had a movie that came out. I don't know why I can't think of her name. But the sample that they got from Blood on the Leaves is like a famous black singer that helped integrate just shows. Like, people coming to shows being black people and white people
1: at her shows. Oh, it's, it's uh, Billy Holiday. Holiday? Yeah. Strange Fruit. Yep. Billie I think it's right? Billy Holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people don't understand, like, Strange Fruit is an eerie song. If you've never heard it, please
0: go listen to it. People don't understand just like the the
1: significance of him taking that sample. Hmm. The I if let me ruin it for you guys. If you guys don't know what Strange Fruit is, Billie Holiday is talking about walking through her neighborhood and seeing stuff hanging from trees that look like strange fruit, only to find out that they're black boys that are being that are being lynched. Mm-hmm. That's the strange fruit that she sees. Um, like I said in itself, just that description alone lets you know how heavy the song is. Mm-hmm. Um as far as yay, the album itself, um for everybody saying that it's a gospel album, it's a hip hop album about a higher power. And the reason why I'll say that is because I need to go back and figure out exactly where it is. Kanye said throat goat. <laughs> and I normally wouldn't I feel like I'm fucking tattling right now. Only reason why I feel the need to say that is because for everybody that was saying, oh, he didn't play three or he didn't have three stacks album playing because or uh, verse go because it was too explicit. It was too explicit. If he was trying to pass this off as a gospel album, he wouldn't have said throw Goat. Yeah, it's not a gospel album. He wouldn't have had the song with E. Like 100 percent. The locks probably would not have been shot the <laughs> he roll, right?
0: When it comes to features on that album, I feel like he did his his part the best out of anybody yeah yeah the weekend did his part with the singing. if you want to talk about singing then yeah i give weekend his part over i wish little nah, bit ba- i baby wish little baby would have been harder i feel like he could have did way better than that
1: i think he if for what it's worth too he could have been worried about the nature of the album too yeah and probably not knowing how fu- you know what i mean how deep into his bag to go um what's about to say um oh, oh whatever, fuck it, maybe I'll just get to the next point. We
0: were talking about the album.
1: Yeah, I was, I know it was the, oh, when I mentioned him saying Throw Goat. Why did I not hear everybody saying that J Electronica's A Written Testimony was a gospel album there? It's the same
2: shit. It's
1: the same exact shit. It's high quality music about a higher power. Why, Why is Kanye's God considered or higher gospel? Power
2: and they automatically go gospel. Songs.
1: But wait, wait. wait. Cuz they take I want to break songs, that down bro. more, But it's not the same thing because per those. se because if J. L. A. Tronica is talking about the honorable te- or the teachings of the honorable uh, Elijah Muhammad and Kanye's talking about Jesus Christ it's about a, hi- a hip hop albums about higher powers or people pulling from higher powers, but only Ye's was considered gospel. Nobody said that J. Electronica's album was gospel. Not a one. I think that speaks volumes more than anything. So people saw Kanye, saw his... Big Sean had a... Um, during his um, Dark Sky Paradise. Is I'm that surprised the name of the album?
0: we didn't see him on this album.
1: I'm not. And I don't want to get into why because I don't want to sound like I know something. Hmm. I don't know anything, but I... He's been trying be to get away from them for a long you know. time. god. I think just visually what we've seen, like I mean, who I think he wants to go do his own thing. Yeah. Um, I think also a part of a big part of that is the fact that Big Sean came to the scene as the guy that handed Kanye his demo, rapped for Ye. At some point, I want to get the fuck away from you. Yeah, like that's just what I would think. But um, Big Sean, at during that uh, Dark Sky Paradise um, album, when it came out, he was on J. Cole's Forest Was Drive tour. His set was a liquor store next, right next door to a church. So, obviously, certain people's <laughs> set designs are going to show you what their album is, or tell you what their uh, some of their album content is about. Nobody even muttered the word gospel. And nobody can tell me it's about curse words, because there's cursing in the Bible. So, yeah. stop that. And curse... So it's I'm just like, what are we doing? That? Yeah. So I think people just wanted to kind of pick and choose with it. But like I said, the album is amazing. I do like the album. I, love album. I, I, heard, um, I heard one of you. Who was that that came on the
0: podcast last said he didn't like the album?
1: Um, Celine. I ain't going to lie.
0: What I ain't going to lie. I clenched my fence when he said that. <laughs> he turned into Arthur. I was hot. <laughs> he turned into the Arthur
1: me. I was like, what you mean you don't like the album? And you see, when I said my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, he kind of looked at me and was like, "Really? This is
0: honestly top to to me. I literally can say top three Y projects. This one, yes. I don't say it's. Oh. I, I can't. What else is in there for you, then? Because the graduation team? is number one. Off that's, top. What so off top. Okay, that's what I thought. off top, okay. That's what I thought. Graduation is the best. It's one of the best
1: albums I've ever heard. Then where is college life. dropout in uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy? See. Because whichever one of those is four is already a crime. Whichever one. I'm
0: sorry, but Beautiful Dark, Twisted Fantasy. It's four? It doesn't have as many tracks. That's the reason why I got to put it back. What the fuck? When I look, how many tracks? Got 13.
1: Ain't a miss on that bitch,
0: It's not. It's not. i give it that. Oh, man. To me, I got to go graduation. I don't know where I put. Because next after that is Donda and 808s and Heartbreaks. And I don't know where I where I put these two at.
1: Honestly, man, Late Registration is one of my favorite Kanye albums. I don't know where it lands in his uh, in his tops of, of best albums. It but is, because... Fam. Yeah, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is in my top three and Graduation's in my top three. So, everything else is going to have to work its way around.
0: Because, yeah, Twisted the, the Dark Fantasy. You got Dark Fantasy. You got, you got Power. You got All the Lights. You got Monsters. So Appalled.
1: And that's what I was going to say. Now, the thing is, what you just said. Now, stop right there. And this is why I'm going to get on your head, because this is fucking unbelievable that you just said that. That is tough. Now, that's, uh, now that I think about it. Raekwon is one of my favorite rappers. Now, Gorgeous is an out. Is, is a song. But I'm going to do this on purpose. At Power. I think Kanye well, Power is my favorite Kanye West song of all time. Mm-hmm. So, from Power, and matter of fact, show me my whole album. Don't do that shit. So, from Power to All of the Lights the interlude, and the record. Monster So Appalled, Devil in a New Dress, Runaway. And I'm going to stop there. See, give me a better one, two. I'm not even going to count the interludes. So give me a better one, two, three, four, five, six. That's six records. If that's a demo, just imagine That's six record snapshot. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That six record snapshot is better than a lot of niggas' full-length albums.
0: It is. Definitely
1: is. And that's why I think that's the best yay album to me cuz it's his own oh, mini Shanna album Moore? inside of this shit it is. Right. it is that's what's up Well, it's my favorite one so not I'll my my be. best but i think graduation probably be his best but um this is my favorite or that's my favorite kanye uh,
0: i feel like album. dark fantasy and 808s and heartbreaks is like probably anybody would say is number 2 just give them on take who you are you know what you prefer cuz 808s you can you can do the same thing like you just did you go you can go Uh, Amazing, Love Locked Down, Street Lights, Welcome to Heartbreak. And honestly, 808s really changed production. He changed the game when it come to production.
1: Kanye has changed music at least twice. At least twice. Definitely. He changed it with Graduation and he changed it with eight oh eight. And part of me could look at My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and say. (laughs) Changed it with that. But I mean, it was Cuddy inspired, but he changed it with that. Yeah. So we could argue Kanye has changed music three different times, which is why I think this is a very, very important conversation to get into. How do we feel if Kanye did challenge Drake to a versus? Because I got an opinion. I got
0: Ye. I'm sorry. I got Ye. I, I, I keep Drake. saying Drake
1: is unfair an and Drake is I, the cheat code. Yeah, If he you is. don't let Drake play R&B records and it's Drake rap against Ye rap, I just feel I like think I'm going Yay too. Bro.
0: I just feel like Ye got just – when it comes to grasping a culture and changing things, it's him.
1: And you, I have said
0: that. You just can't compete with people that just changing the game like that.
1: I want you to elaborate on that point, but also I want you to kind of tease with the idea that Drake, for me, I've always said it. We didn't get to see Mike at his peak. We saw Beyonce at hers. We, we were watching her entire shit. Yeah. I think between Drake and Beyonce, that's, what, that's the closest we're going to get to Mike.
0: Yeah, but, like, when you when you see, like, Drake, Kanye, I, I think of it like, when you try trying to compare, I think of it like basketball, like LeBron and Kobe, and maybe Jordan is, like, Mike Jet.
3: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Like, you arguably can say any of them will win that versus battle. Even if they lose, the people that were rocking with them are going <sighs> to say they won.
1: Honestly, we just said some of this. We just were just naming Drake intros. So we just said some some fire yay records, but what happens when Legend comes on after? Fucking what? Like give give me anything, cause I'm cause this is the funny part too. Drake so could have three or four different verses, different verses battles using B sides and C sides. Mm-hmm. That's the funny part, cause Club Paradise would be a fucking C side D side versus record.
2: They're just different. I wouldn't want to see a versus with them. Yeah. I love them both.
1: Cause you go turn up to every different different song, yeah, bro. Yeah. All forty.
2: So I just <laughs> that was
1: where I was with Ross and Chains. <laughs> I was up, bro, that whole time.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like you said. We're, I'm gonna just be jamming, so I don't think it's gonna be to I'm everything this <laughs> one over this one because it's gonna be like, how can I compare? It's almost like food. Like, you yeah, eat different foods. Like, how am I gonna? Re- I, I like they're they're different for different occasions.
0: Yeah. Anybody that gotta argue is gonna be a biased opinion. It's not yeah, gonna be so. fact based because like like you, he, he can play legend and then boom, love like Don. Come on, you gonna turn up to both of them.
1: Hey, honestly, we should. Doom, hey, let's doom, go back doom, and forth. Doom, you want to name Ye shit. Records? You want to name Con- uh, Drake Records? We're going to go back and forth. And granted, guys, we're not literally thinking of a fucking strategy. We're just looking at. Yeah, you. Which one are you going to?
0: I'm in, already in Kanye. All
1: right, I'm in Drake. Who's starting?
0: I'll start off. Uh, let me think about how Ye was started. How was Ye started? He probably started a little low. I'll go hard him, say. You say what? Heard, Heard him, say. him say. Yeah.
1: Ain't yeah. that a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It don't, go, it don't mesh.
2: What are you going to play to that? Ain't that a
1: bitch, bro? <laughs> All right.
2: Damn. They don't care what people say. What do Drake have like that? Bro, I'm
1: not going to hold you, dog. I mean, nothing was the same, and I'm just scrolling like, fuck, man. <laughs> I Drake feel, don't have it. Yeah. To say, I'm sorry. But the thing is, Ye got. Nah, nah, y'all got Drake
0: fucked up. Ye got more like. Days where you're like, damn, that's a fucking classic. Yeah, like, is, that man. song
1: is up there.
2: And yeah, it came out like longer time ago, too. So we grew up. Like, all right. You tears. said, all right,
1: fuck it. we going to do it. So you play Heard Him Say. And damn, that shit would suck, bro. But if he played Heard Him Say, I'm going to go here.
2: What is it? You're joking.
0: Uh, fam, what the fuck do you want me to do? I just don't think that could compete people Heard Him Say. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: what the fuck do you want me to say? Wait. Honestly, the funny thing is, I wanted to play a Ross feature. That's what I wanted to play.
0: I think you gotta go Lord knows after that. You, gotta, you would have to go. You, gotta, you would have to Lord go a knows Ross out feature. there. Some Free Spirit. Some. But see,
1: Free Spirit is not as big as Heard Him say. It's not. So Heard Him say is gonna be a point. Like fuck, I don't want to look at that. Is he gonna have to play? See, and then he know,
0: throws something back, and it's touched the sky. Like, boom, what else you got?
2: And heard him say, not that Drake isn't lyrical, but heard him say is a meaningful song. Very that's not true. Everything he's saying that I'm song thinking about. is, like, real. It's not, it's not for Drake play. Drake got a play, lot of great songs, but he yeah. ain't
0: got them too meaningful, like, where yeah. you feel like it's your life.
2: Yeah, like, that was a, heard him say, like,
0: man. Like, fear is a great song because you feel like that's, you know, revolving around your life.
1: Starting with fucking heard him say is like honestly, I would, like if I even, I, I think fear would be, me. I felt like he'd have to go fear. He would have to go something because he's talking. Yeah. So he would have to be, it would be, have to be something. That's why I said Club Paradise. That's why, like, it's certain records that we would want to hear because he's talking. Hell, I would even fucking listen to the Closest to My Dreams uh, freestyle that in one of the verses. He could throw that in there, Closest to My like, Dreams. Like, I would want to hear something like that, but I don't know how many people are going to hear that and be like, and not think of, you know what I mean?
0: And not so many people, they, they claim to be Drake friends, but not so many people know things like Comeback Season and such.
1: That, bro. That's the, and that for what it's worth too.
0: Like it's some songs I literally Drake know now, bar like every verse from Comeback Season. Like oh, absolutely. What's that? Uh, Was it Closer with? to
1: My Dreams is probably my favorite. Closer to My Dreams, but <laughs> uh, song must be out.
0: money. Like it's weird that I know every lyric to that song.
1: Honestly, if you play, heard him say. I'm trying to think. Of, like you said, something that he would talk. He could play Dreams, Money Can Buy.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: He could play Dreams, Money Can Buy. So and the funny thing is, it's Drake's fault too why it took me so long to even find something because Drake has so much fucking music. Yeah. So, do uh, you want to go back and forth a couple times with a couple more uh, songs? Yeah. I'm going to still probably not even give it too much thought. I'm just saying uh, not for records. You. Are you going? Oh, my bad. I thought you was going to throw Oh, no, one. you good because i was going you going to heard him uh, say whatever the fuck I play is a fucking dub. You got You got it. Go. <laughs>
0: We're gonna go. Um, we can go champion.
1: Champion. On All right. Graduation. Oh
2: Michael, what? Are you, what? What are you gonna play? Like, I, like you don't. Bro, fuck you.
1: It's crazy though. I'm playing unforgettable. I, I, guess, I guess. What else you playing? Granted, I'm not playing his record, so no, yeah, we're kind of one sided already. But after that, <laughs> after that, you. That's how you play. know how powerful him Say was. I played two or three Drake records, and we still looked at him Say and said, "Damn, like." Nah, I <laughs> oh, no. You still ain't got that one.
0: Uh, after that, I go with Good Life. Good
1: Life? No. Oh,
2: that's my shit too. I Ooh. used to be singing that song. Good Life. And see, the, but the thing is, too, and this is how, and this is th- the funny part, too. Drake
1: yeah. and see, are we Starting staying away from R and B, Drake?
2: Because no, I was to no, no, say that's no, the no,
1: part no. of the verses, too. Because
0: if it go into, because if it go into, into hip hop, I promise you, like, because he yeah, get to play yeah, J
1: Records. This is this is yeah, a, this is yeah. it's gonna it's gonna get ugly. I think so. Only because it's Ye and J Records, mm-hmm. it gets a little murky. So if you limit Drake to rap, for instance, if if he wanted to play uh, champion and I hit him with uh, Teenage Fever, what if Drake is sitting here like, I'm just going to play a bunch of shit that you don't have?
0: But he could come back with his songs that he featured with because you, you already know.
1: Production Kanye <laughs> is
0: really like strong on Lauryn Hill. Hundred percent. He throw them at him. The Lauryn Hill. He got a Lauryn sample
1: on this on this album on yeah. Donda. Just throw them at him. That shit nasty, bro. Yeah, so Drake and Kanye
2: don't know. Whatever
1: you me. play next, I'm playing Wu Tang forever. <laughs> <laughs> so we are gonna go from there. Uh, flashing lights.
2: Yo, dude, can we gotta stop? <laughs> yeah, We're stop. I'm stopping. Flashing uh, no, lights. What's
0: what's we gonna, no. gonna play?
2: He, Don't just, he just, he just, he just
0: changed your whole vibe.
2: Wood floors in the new apartment.
1: I think the only thing that would happen in the verses if Drake plays this, anything that he plays from this album, people would be like Quinn Miller. Yeah. I think that's the only play, play, play thing why Drake is already at a handicap because he probably can't play yeah. much from this album.
2: Cause cause somebody else. Quinn Miller,
1: they would, they would wonder how much Quinn wrote. Yeah. yeah. People to However, that should be a point. Energy should be a point. I mean, it depends. Energy on. and good life would be dope as fuck to just watch. I just want to yeah, watch it back and forth. Definitely. Just like. definitely. Um, it's probably going to go depending on how you're feeling that day. Definitely.
0: You want to yeah, do one more? Then he could come. And then he could, like, he mess, good thing with Kanye, he he knows how to grab a female artist and throw them in because, like, you can look at late registration and throw in "Bring Me Down," boom, Brandy going off.
1: Okay, well, cool. Well, why you doing that? <laughs> I'm gonna make sure that. Our I diamonds play. from Sierra Leone. <gasps> no, that's my that's that's there. That's there, bro. That's there. That I, I I would hope that Drake would hear that shit and be like, "Fam, that's some shit." So while you're saying that, and you said you were playing what a uh, song from um. Even if you play diamonds, I'm playing this.
0: Little diamonds, yeah.
1: And I fuck with diamonds. But what happens when he plays your mind? So I don't know, man.
0: He'd go to waves.
1: Say you went to what? Go to Waves. With
0: all the R and B artists on it, singing all together? Yep, look at Waves $0. don't, $0. don't
1: die. Um, then I'm going to Then I'm going Oh here. shit. Christian
0: Dior, denim Flow. I forgot about that song. If you go
1: to Waves, then I'm going here. What you mean I ain't call you, I hit you when I landed?
2: Oh, I forgot he remixed it. Deuces. So,
1: I don't know, man. This should be funner than we think. It but will. I, I, got, I got, yeah. <laughs> I do. I think I have, yeah. But we're not finna sit here and act like Drake doesn't have some shit. By the way, for what we're just talking about right now.
2: But he did take Usher's your and that, but go ahead.
1: We're <laughs> talking about what, uh, something that Mike said earlier about moments
0: fucking street cars. Oh my. It's goodness. interesting. Yay. <laughs> Low <laughs> key. yay.
1: Low key. Low key. It's interesting that uh so many people have talked about um well, the Joe Budden podcast has done it recently. And I thought I was out on the on a limb by myself. Everybody who has listened to old podcasts have looked at me like I was crazy for saying that I wouldn't mind seeing an Amariyon and Trey songs verses.
3: Oh, I this again.
1: Here. <laughs> Relax yourself. Relax yourself. Everybody <laughs> has let me know how crazy I am that Trey is going to mop the floor with Marion, whatever, wow. whatever, whatever. I disagree. Now, I think Trey would win. I said that. I do think y'all are selling Marion short. Y'all just disrespectful. How many, I many albums Amarion got?
2: Thank you. you not many. He barely has a, anything to pull from. Oh we're, not say, we're not saying. We're
1: not saying. Do we have know on Ross albums? Do we have Amarion on Ross albums? Yes or no? Yeah. yeah do we have a Marion featuring with people like Seven Streeter, fucking Kelly Rowland, whoever the case may be? Does, do we have? Because it'd, be like, Mar- it'd be like. It'd be like. And can he play B two K records? If so, to all of those questions, yeah, y'all got all oh, fucked up. Yeah,
0: you can't. But it'd be like how Fat Joe was the other night. You feel
1: me. <laughs> hey, you're the Segway king today. You're you the Segway king today because yeah. you know where we're going.
0: It would be like that, like a whole bunch of features. Like he.
2: Oh. That's my. P- Another
1: Thank round you. was fire. Thank Another you. round was fire when it came. It would be.
2: For Omarion, for him to have an upper hand, it would be nothing but features. So he, he's getting wiped. <laughs> Trey <laughs> all, <laughs> Trey got to do is pull. He can pull from mixtapes. Yeah. And just have him on the record killing it the whole I mean, Fat Joe way.
0: had people just doing their own. Did he had Nelly do his own song?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: Nelly, bro, Nelly
1: didn't even sound like Nelly. Did you catch that? I did. I was like, that's Nelly? Yeah, it seemed like for a minute, too, it's not like this, his mic might have been off at first. Like, I shouldn't say off, but, like, off in the terms of, uh uh not all the way off in terms of, like, off, but levels. Levels were off. Levels were off. That's what I meant. Um,
0: Definitely off, man. He didn't,
1: he sound raspy a bit. <laughs> I don't know. And, that, and we about to actually hop into that right now, but going back to Caprice's Trey Song's point, that's the point that I kept saying, too. I, I'm talking about music-wise, and I do think Amarian has a lot. Um, I mean, I do think I'm have some stuff that people are sleeping on. Maybe Fuck that. He may have a lot that people are sleeping on. Yeah. But um, I did tell Caprice the thing with us is I think we would hear a B2K record and be like, man, I remember being 7, 8 at a school dance, whatever the case may be. We may hear Trey Song's neighbor know my name, and we may think of somebody and be like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just start oh, laughing. Yeah, that- Trey has the upper hand because of that alone. Trey has given us moments with his music as a dope. Yeah.
2: That point, too, without it even being related to a memory, it aged well. You can True. listen to B2K and say, that shit came out in about 06, 07 type shit. That's a good You point. can listen to it and know. You can put on a random Trey song, and if somebody mm-hmm. said, if you had to say, what year this came out, it could have came out this year. Yeah. I love that's Can't Help But Wait r- that's, today. That's how well <laughs> it Can't Help But Wait. That shit Trey has- i'm not even gonna get into his bag he has a, a bunch of classics from when he first came out just gotta make it when he was literally trying to make it that's still a hit. if that if you listen to that you would be You're like oh miss. maybe that came out a few years ago just top so songs is all features better.
0: yeah it's a good point like, I, I, like he could sing don't don't get me wrong i don't know who can sing better because like like Bria's interlude did his yeah. thing um yeah, he had a girlfriend with
1: Bow Wow, Icebox. He had box an interlude old. with
0: um, that. I don't know if the song is. It's not called Oakland. It's called Telephone Something. Child is going to be, know. And he had a little interlude on in the net where oh he was I know, singing. I think, oh, isn't it Telephone? It's tele- lo- Telegraph Avenue, something like that.
2: I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. That's a great yeah. song, too.
1: Slow dancing is hard. Anyway. But, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. His top songs on Apple Music, a lot of them are features. So that's the point that uh, Caprice yeah. was bringing up, too. Um, but we can hop right Ice into box. it. I'm this versus Fat Joe I feel
3: like I'm in
2: seventh grade again. <laughs>
3: Shut
1: up. Fat Joe and Ja. Um, all I'm gonna say is I did this once before. Long live DMX. I did not discredit DMX. Maybe I did. Um DMX is one of my favorite of all times, but I thought Snoop was just a heavyweight that you don't want to get in the ring with. I, by the way, and I sh- again, this is no disrespect to the legend that is Earl Simmons. I do think Snoop did not go his hardest because he played 50 Cent's PIMP remix. That should not be in Snoop's top 24 verses. It shouldn't be. So DMX still is what he is. However, you looked at that and wondered if Snoop even realized, I don't want to go. With all of these, because he's going to have some of these hip-hop core records no, I that truly, are going to go.
0: I truly believe some of these dudes will get together and be like, all right, they do. we're going we're to be kind of easy. Because we know Fat Joe and,
1: and Dude did that. 100%. Thing.
0: They mixed together. When Shanti came so out cool. and she did both her song. we knew it was it's practice. together. It's, it's practice. Yeah. So,
1: let's, so let's do this now, and let's jump right into the shits then. If they did that together, why did y'all do that man like that?
0: He ain't got... This is Fat Joe ain't got nothing.
1: No, fuck that. Because I was talking about (laughs) pun a lot going in. And shout out to Remy because... And this is no disrespect to Remy. I don't want this to sound like it's crazy. And I'm trying to sexualize Remy by no means. I've said this before. I tweeted this before. Women... Music is a love language, I feel like. Yeah, it is. Women who... And I, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. But women that can spit hardcore lyrics... Bar for bar and don't miss a fucking word does something to me. The fact that Remy came out and it wasn't Remy and this is why like I said I'm not trying to sexualize Remy it wasn't Remy herself, but the fact of any woman knowing Big Pun lyrics word for word I would lose my fucking mind. And I'm weird like that like it that's the weird type I of shit that I would see and be like who is that? I don't
0: think that's weird though because I got the same kind of feel too like when I when my girl get. A certain competitive about her, where she not worried about what cards she was dealt. She just gonna give everything she got. I feel a different way about it. Yeah. I just feel a lot better about it. Yeah. That's just how it is. I mean, it's just you. You like certain qualities. I mean, obviously, it's. I don't even think it's the fact of. It's just you visualize a woman taking lyrics like that you take seriously as serious as you do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that might be it. Cause I'm telling you, I was watching it the whole time, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, fam. She ain't miss.
0: Yeah. Cause you you understand she feel the
1: same way you feel about I'm it. I'm like, she ain't miss. And on top of that, too, if you know about pun, pun would do shit like that and make it look effortless. The fact that Remy did that shit and was pointing at the crowd, I was like, th- mm-hmm. I said, bro. So by the way, I want to give Remy her credit now because essentially, you just mentioned it. Remy came out of cri- a grip of times with uh Joe. Job be both of y'all. None of that shit matters to me, bro. You know the funny part? Ja played one record that I didn't know. might have been song like number three. Played one record that I didn't know. For me to say that I wanted to see somebody stand in front of Ja that wasn't going to try to shit on him, <laughs> because we know how the internet has fun with it, Like I, yeah. I didn't want to see 50 and Ja. Nah, no, that wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have worked.
0: 50 would have clowned the whole
1: night. Wouldn't have worked. Them, they would have fought. It wouldn't have worked. Yeah. So the fact that I saw Joe, and I was like, cool, Joe going to make sure that Ja get his shine. I was watching the shit like, Joe, fight back. When Ja kept saying, that shit is old, he was like, yeah, but my shit is older. But it's cool, because your shit don't hit like this.
3: It yeah. always
1: on timer. some shit came on. And I'm looking at Ja like, I'm yeah. looking at Joe like, he's right. Ja said something during the battle that fucked me up. Josh says, you were making music before me, you've made music after me, and you still ain't caught me. Fat Joe wanted to go in the back and cry, I felt like. <laughs> Obviously, these are jokes. Joe was probably looking at him like, whatever, what the fuck ever. He probably
0: was drinking, too, a but little bit. that feeling shit. Feeling himself a little bit.
1: Fam, is he wrong? No, he's not. Not wrong at all. In man. terms of hits?
0: Not to me. I don't know, but like you also got to look at music just opinionated. You know, that's my opinion. I don't like Fat Joe like that. That's just
1: not. He just not my dude. And y'all already know where kind of where I lie, and this is not to shit on Joe by no means. But y'all know I'm one of the biggest pun fans in general. Mm-hmm. So like I don't want to say by default, but it kind of seems like a lot of my Joe love is f- uh, radiating from pun. Yeah. But um, obviously a lot of other people made uh made appearances. Good to see Lil Mo, um. Do I have something that I want to say? Oh, this is where we need to get to. Now, I'm not a New York DJ. By no means. Now, I've been in some New York envi- I've been in some New York environments. And I love New York, obviously for multiple reasons, but music is one of them. Mm-hmm. The way that what they can do with music, the birth of, of hip hop, and they take that shit serious. DJ sets in New York are different. However, I'm not from New York, and I was listening to it, and I said, they not gonna like that. And I don't give a fuck what comes on after this. But how do you guys feel when I do something like this? Follow me when I go with this. Follow me. Rest in peace to Black Rob. Wait for it. What would you guys do if we were in a club and I did that? Play,
0: what you doing? It might be hot.
1: Now, fam, I don't. I'm not from New York. I just said that. Black Rob passed earlier this summer. That is 22 seconds into whoa. He scr- the DJ scratched and went to something else. I loved the DJ set the entire night, except for that moment. And it caught my eye through my TV screen, and I said, they not going to like that. And in unison, I saw the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden start to look around, and all you heard was, <laughs> I said, fam, it's no disrespect to whoever you put on after that, but they just lost him. Yeah. And you didn't let the beat drop. They, I'm surprised they didn't throw shit. I'm not gonna hold you. I saw that and was like, "Fam, I'm pissed." In Vegas, yeah, I know Madison Square Garden is hot right now. Rest in peace to Black Rob. Um, <laughs> and sorry for whoever you cut on afterwards. We don't want to shit on you, but um, I, I didn't think that was too. No, that's not. It's not respectful. I didn't think that was a good look. I wasn't smart to me. Um,
0: just don't play it at all if you're gonna do that.
1: Fam, you let him get all the talking off. He, he explaining he to you what woe is. Yeah. And then he about to bro, nah fuck that I'm not doing it. I'm letting it I'm letting it go. I'm I'm going I'm going back. I'm cranking that back a little yeah, bit. Oh, I'm letting oh, him get this off oh, real quick. At least a little oh, bit. some
0: she was fucked up in the head. I mean the
1: and pearls, I mean. Oh, them shit on the wrist, oh. you did. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. I think Madison Square Garden would have the roof would have blew up that place if he let that fucking beat drop. I just thought that was a missed moment. It was. Um, speaking of missed moments, Ross didn't miss one for sure. Ross's son just turned 16. I'm talking about Rick Ross, that of was course. Uh, gifted his son his very own Wingstop franchise. Hey, that was dope. Fire as fuck. He told him that's he's officially a boss now, and he told him to keep going, keep adding to the empire. I think that's beautiful. We talk about man. generational wealth, and this is how you create it.
0: It's funny because you when you was talking about Fat Joe and Pun, I don't know what it is. You feel this way where you think about bigger rappers and you just put them all together. Like if you yeah. think of one, you think about the others. I think Ross is. He's my number he's honestly I'm happy that he
1: said it but he is I think he is Biggie living after his death. I yeah. think that's what Biggie would have been.
0: Honestly, Ross is top 5 rappers all the time to me. Really? He's in my top 5.
1: I'm so happy that somebody When I look at his catalog,
0: I have to give it to him. I got to give it to him.
1: I have one argument for you. Where does the game lie when you're uh not all in time my on? not in my top 5, I tell you that. How close
0: though? <laughs> to me, he don't have the catalog to be in my top 10 either.
1: Really? in my top 15. I think the game in Ross's catalogs, discographies, are pretty close to me. I think they're pretty fucking equivalent.
0: Maybe that I like Ross better. I just. What's your favorite Ross man. album?
1: Teflon Don? I have to look real fast. That's mine.
0: My I think man, Ross is. My, man work my favorite boy. Ross album is
1: Teflon Don. You know what? Even if we wanted to argue, and let's just let's just take three. If we took Mastermind, Teflon, Don, and... I'd have to
0: go Mastermind. Yeah? I, I think I could find songs I like better in Teflon, Don, though. Like, Tears of Joy. It's probably his best song. <laughs> it's probably, like... That's one of his like, best I songs, feel, I feel different when I hear that song. 100%. Like, I feel like I done made it or something.
1: That's actually what we're going to end with, but, you know. Tears um, of Joy
0: probably, like,
1: literally probably... Top two favorite songs ever So Barbara Teflon, Don, and Mastermind are your two. Yep. That's probably my two, too. So if we go to the game.
0: Trailer was good. I mean, you got luxury tax on there, which nobody talk about.
1: You can go to the games, too. Tell me what you uh, – how many do you pull from where you just look at it and say that album was amazing? Because the documentary is amazing. I
0: like Yeah, the documentary was nice. Blue Moon was – I mean, Blood Moon, was, Blood Moon was actually a good album. That Jesus nobody Peace we listened amazing. to, Jesus Peace was a great album.
1: I was, I played that album. Out Boy. Nineteen ninety two was hard. I don't know, man. Uh, anytime I hear somebody talk about Ross, though, I think in terms of me, in yeah. terms of all time, like hip hop artists, Ross and Game are probably one after another. Ross might be a little higher because I enjoy his m- music a little more, mm-hmm. but Game is from the West Coast, so I may put Game higher just for the Dude, West Coast. I think
0: Coast the only players. one like I, I think I'd they're be the same person. In I think it the, the reason, reason why I be. Being biased because I hate when he open his mouth. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why.
1: Hey man, what I will say, I've. Uh, sometimes
0: I just hate when yeah. he open his mouth. Just certain situations I've had, Like why,
1: why? Yeah, I just. Yeah, I feel like when you know certain things too, like it keeps you from talking about people, and mm-hmm. that has kept me from talking about the game. Um. Just out of respect, uh, but
0: I hate when I, I idols get you, I tarnish their legacies, man. I hate when idols tarnish their legacies.
1: And that's what's so crazy. I did tell my dad that recently. My dad, uh, I don't know how he feels about the games music, but me and my dad talk about it all the time. And when I talk about game, I tell him all the time, like, games should be a lot higher in our West Coast, because he is, in terms of our West Coast he photography, he's one of the goats. He's, he didn't talk so He's definitely he up there.
0: Like, people would give him his respect. And him I him think to that's where much.
1: we're at with it. I told my dad, I don't feel like we, from the West Coast, parade around the country or even the world and feel as good about showing the game as our prize possession yeah. when people look at him and be like, oh, ain't that the one that said that Kiki Palmer gave him hit? <sighs> Like, just bro, Kiki why the Kiki was mad, minding her fucking business, bro? Made a song about
0: mess with Kim. Like, he trashed so,
1: Vita Guerrero hey. when Vita was done doing what she was doing. Like yeah, the same sense. Vita, Vita yeah, dude, yo Vita homie.
0: Like, dude just need to
1: just shut up sometimes. Making <laughs> it tough on himself. Oh shit. Um, I need to grab that uh, mic. I going to um charger real quick. But like I said, we're getting out of here. Um we don't or we won't be in here for too much longer. Uh what's I gonna say? Um old Aliyah, Aaliyah, 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 is on streaming services. They are getting Aaliyah back to streaming services. However, I did hear that this is coming from um a media or a music uh company who bought her masters. And that's a shame. I'm not sure if this is actually going to her estate. That's uh that's the only thing that's a little disturbing to me because I haven't played it since. Cause I want to verify that first. I don't, I'm not sure that this money is going to her estate. Why?
2: State. Why has no other black celebrity bought her masters already? Why is some random? Because they're not selling
1: it? It. it. it doesn't matter how much money people have. Jay Z and so Diddy it's about who could it's go available through. To? No, how it's, it's this that I'm not selling it. It's like if you want me to sell my media company, which one day I plan on doing, maybe I'm not doing it right now. So if you came to me right now and said I got thirty million dollars for you, it's not for sale.
2: Wait, so I'm confused. I thought you said somebody bought it, so they didn't buy it. They already no. Had
1: the music it. company bought it, but it's just like it's not. If you don't own your music, so for instance, uh, let's say let's say let's say I signed a good music today. If I signed a good music today, I don't have any albums out. I have no music out. I put out three albums all under Good Music. I don't own my masters. I don't own my royalties. That wasn't in my contract. I didn't fight for that. I didn't negotiate for that. Ye owns all of that. Let's say Ye is not fucking with me after the fact. I try to buy my shit back. He's like, it's not for sale. It's not for sale. But he sells it to Diddy because he keeps a portion of it if he sells it to Diddy. As opposed to selling it to me, and now I own my stuff. I'm never going to sell it to you. It's the same thing that happened with, um, with Taylor Swift recently. Taylor Swift doesn't own her music. Her record company that she's been trying to get it back from kept telling her, we're not selling it. And then she got a letter that they had sold it to another company. And she was like, Y'all said y'all wasn't selling it. And his whole thing was like, Yeah, to you.
2: So it got sold but to another company. Yes.
1: yes. I'm not giving do you hundred they percent of they can do whatever they want. I'm gonna give them ninety just, and retain my ten.
0: It's ridiculous, man. So now you gotta go
1: through them to get your music. It's a bad game. And even if you do get if they Dirty do sell you your music, I still own ten percent of your shit. Yeah. Dirty. It's game. a nasty game, bro. <laughs> they working together, is like somewhat of a what do
0: you call it? I know it's not a monopoly. But you got people that are just working hand in hand just to screw these artists over. And I wish, I honestly wish, you know, some form of education to help these artists out when they first yeah. start out. Because they start out maybe in some ba- a bad shape, and they just get played. Hmm. Just get played.
2: Seriously, like, that's so wrong. That's almost like, well, not almost the same thing as if a, a artist who does paintings and You know, did a bunch of amazing paintings worth millions of dollars, and somebody looking at them dead in their face, like, Well, yeah, it's not yours anymore. Word. What? Like, all my hard work and blood, sweat, and tears. Man, that's just wrong. That's just wrong. I feel like, I mean, it's hard because so many people are trying to make it into the industry. But if everybody put their foot down, like, they would, you know, have to do more and not be ripping people off. But at the end of the day, not everybody can put their foot down. You flash some people a need that money. Hundred thousand dollar check in front of somebody whose kids are hungry. Hmm. I don't have time to put my foot down. So yeah, I, I it's that. unfortunate. Yes. Yeah, so they're the ones taking advantage. Not everybody shouldn't have to put their foot down. It shouldn't have to be a collective. They should just do right. But unfortunately, they choose not to. <laughs>
1: Speaking of doing right, uh, we brought up uh, Britney Spears and her um, conservatorship. Her dad, we mentioned that he agreed to step down, never actually did it. Didn't say when he planned on stepping down. He did sign that paperwork. So as I said before, I keep ta- kept Dude telling people. a piece people of shit,
0: for real. Yeah.
2: He, she's getting married, the too. The
1: truest form. And Good that's for what her. I was just about to say. The thing about that is we were going to know when he signed it because we're going to see Britney more. We're going to hear from Britney more. And hopefully we see pregnant Britney soon, because she says she's been wanting to have a kid. Good, I hope
2: she has her. a big Good old family. Her. Good for her. I mean, it's not a coincidence that as soon as she's l- released from his shackles, she gets engaged. That's that's not a coincidence. She couldn't get married. She couldn't get. She couldn't do anything. And probably I. It's, I guess the story was they like they were dating. They but lost again. They couldn't do anything. that.
1: Yeah. Hey guys, I'm saying this right now only because when I said it three years ago, y'all said I was a fucking idiot. I said that (laughs) Deion Sanders was going to go to Jackson State until his son was a senior, and then they're both going to Florida State. Florida State's 0-3. Back to the business at hand.
0: Back to Brittany.
1: Congratulations to Brittany. Yeah, just happy. Just happy
0: it's going going in a positive direction. I couldn't imagine going through that, what she's went through. Just couldn't imagine it, you know. And that, that's just another
1: form of
0: <sighs> men controlling women throughout our history.
1: And that's a different level of controlling the woman's body. Yep. Like, that's a different level. She got to ask you to get married, bro? That's a
0: damn shame. Like There's this so many is, men out here. Weird. There's so many that's people out here having a say in something they ain't got nothing to do. We looking at college sports right now. All these people that control and making money off these kids ain't doing a damn thing on that field.
2: I'm and just by happy the way, she did snap. People oh. love to bring up the incident where like she shaved her head. Locked up in the bathroom. She I don't lock like myself in the shit. bathroom some days and shit. Like a A lot of people, people that too.
0: took their life.
2: For sure. Yeah, because in For a lot sure. of st- this could have this could have turned nasty. Yeah. Like, Thank God like, she's still here. She could have slaughtered that whole family. Because when you're in a situation where you feel like you have nobody, like we were talking about earlier, you can snap. Some she she could have felt like fuck it. I don't care. I don't yep. care anymore. I have no. I have nothing. I'm just gonna take everybody out. People do that every day. So he should be lucky that he is still alive after all of this because she could have. It could have really went left. And she could have talked to. I'm happy that she didn't. She wasn't pushed all the way to the edge because clearly she was already there. But she wasn't tipped over. This was the breaking point. I think if the judge would have said no at this time, I think that would have been a breaking point because it would have been like. What's next? Now I gotta wait for another hearing. More month. We all know like litigation and all the right. technicalities. It's not like okay, just we're gonna go in next week again. So yeah, I'm happy for her. I I don't see how a father, a parent, does that even sleeps at night. Like you sleep well at night. Like I know dudes that, that, that have
1: daughters that don't spank their kids. Like they the gr- the mom has to give the girl the bath. Like all types of stuff because it's just certain things as a as a dad. It's like. How odd. do I determine when I can yeah. do this or if I can do this? Yeah. So I just I'm just not going to do it. You do it. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not touching that. By the way, I mentioned family so there's no way in hell I'm not going to mention blood ties. USC of course. USC was down 14 to nothing. We're up 45 to 14. Yes, Damn. I said we. Um shout out to Kurt Alexander. If you guys don't know who Kurt Alexander is, that's Big Boy. Yes, Big Boy has his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. This is what we mean when we say not No disrespect to some of those people, I and mean, I don't, don't want to say no names at the second, but when we see certain people get stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and you realize Big Boy just got his?
0: Should have been happening, huh? I'm sorry, what? I fuck I with Big Boy w- tough.
1: No, Big Boy is that guy. Like, from stories that my mom has with him, that my dad has with him, that I have with him. From We did a mixer. It was hip-hop night. At one of the Clipper games, when Isaiah Thomas was on his uh, MVP run, and uh, by the way, they cheated my guy out of a lot of different shit that year, but um, including millions of dollars. But mm-hmm. um, by the way, Isaiah Thomas was the road was was the r- I watched the Clippers fan base cheer MVP for Isaiah Thomas that season, that game, and I watched Isaiah Thomas go to road buildings that season and get MVP. Champs. I don't
0: know why he got played out the league. You got, any, <laughs> you got another you,
1: hour? You got, you got any theory for that? Just a quick summary. Size. It's my only thing I can think of. You think of the size got him but,
0: but the thing, though,
1: is, is that. They don't want to pay anybody that much for that's that size.
0: But he's balling. I agree. He did, was doing his thing. Like, And you can you can make the argument about defense liability. But you got all these people out here that are literally trash
1: at playing defense in the NBA. Yeah. don't even attempt Get to play defense. Get blown by, stand there, do nothing.
0: But they still there.
1: But they're more entitled because they're 6'8". Come on, bro. So they're more entitled to get a roster Well, yeah, Come on. <laughs> but Big Boy, uh, we had, it was hip-hop night. We had a mixer on the top of the Staples Center, and it sounds like a movie. Like, it sounds like a dream, and it kind of was that. Like, you kind of got to show up, and you got to talk to uh, Big Boy and everybody else from 92.3. He and cool
0: as hell, huh? Cool as hell, he seemed Super like cool. it seemed like you could cool. just tell his demeanor.
1: And the funny thing is, too, that's the greatest part about radio and what we do, even podcasting. This is our voice, yeah. So I remember, and I'm nowhere near big boys' level yet. But I remember, shout out to Alex White, she had one of her friends who uh stopped by one of the UNLV baseball games, and um, I guess she found out I was there and she said she wanted to meet me. That should have been enough in itself, and I was like, Oh, that's crazy. Once I said something to her and I said, Hey, how you doing? She looked at Alex and was like, it's him. And I was like, I'm looking behind me, like, who it's who what? And she's like, I only hear your voice. So she was like, I listen to the show every week, I only hear your voice. Mm-hmm. So, like, That's to see you, like, I know for a fact it's you because it's your voice. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, like, good thing I wasn't in fucking character. Like, yeah. good thing I'm not yeah. on this, on in, in behind this camera in character. So It's it's just like you said, like the first time I walked up to Big Boy and he was like, hey, what's going on? It sounded like the morning. And I'm sitting there looking at him like, no fucking way, dog. (laughs) And I'll probably show you the picture if I can find it afterwards. But it was really just one of the moments where I was just like, I don't even know if we could even mix and mingle. I told him I was like, I love music. I was like, I want to go into sports analysis. I'm going to UNLV, XYZ, da, da, da. And um, Big Boy actually told me when I graduated to go – when I go back to L.A. to call him. And I just – I'm not back in L.A. Yeah. (laughs) You uh, know, just hold
0: it in the pocket, man.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Shout out to Big Boy. Shout out to Rambo. Rambo and Big Boy are absolutely close. That's one of the – that's actually the way how we got that connection to work. Shout out to Rambo. And um, Big is, like, one of her mentors. So, like you said, I definitely try to keep that in my back pocket. So, his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame is beyond – uh, necessary. He's
0: been doing this radio stuff for too long, bro. Fam. To, know, to get it now? Yeah. Of all times, now?
1: Caprice was asking me something about radio shows, because you know how ours is t- uh, two hours now, and it's twice a week, so that's uh, four I hours a week.
0: Uh, I can't think of another... I mean...
1: Correct me if I'm wrong. Michael Bazin is black, right? Michael who?
0: Bazin. I think it's his <laughs> name. I, I have no fucking
1: clue, dog. <laughs> I have no clue. It's somebody
0: my mama listens to or whatever. But... I can't think of another other another black person that does
1: radio that's been around as long as Big Boy has. Oh my bad, damn. Um, that's been around as long as he has. Yep.
0: Um, consistency, man, is the truest measure of performance.
1: Has been around as long as shit. Probably not. Um, I feel like Steve Harvey's been around for a long time. Mm, that's true. That's true. A Day Lamar and. Um, this is what I'm talking about right here. Oh, Michael Bazden. Okay. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Is it Bazden? I think it's I Bay's thought Den. it was Bazden, but I guess it's Bay's Den. I think it's Bazden. I could be wrong. What the fuck do I know? I don't listen to him that much, at least knowingly. Um. If we're not going to talk about radio and not mention KNX 1070, because th- I don't know what the fuck y'all do, but I know my granny does. That's all she listens to. Um, well, then
2: shout out to the classic. I think it's 91.5. Is it cool. out here? That
1: was back home, I don't know. Oh, okay, see, so well, that's what we doing. We shouting out <laughs> all back home. So <laughs> still,
2: so 91.5 is still in L.A.
1: So that means we doing it. Uh, we got a couple of other red carpet issues to get to, and then we have two other just childhood issues to get to, and we'll get out of here. Um, I want to talk about the Met Gala and the VMAs. Where y'all want to start?
2: Ooh, wherever. Cause Let's I
1: start the VMAs. I didn't watch the VMAs.
0: I, don't, I didn't um, watch neither.
1: However, I keep seeing that Conor McGregor threw a drink at MGK. <laughs>
2: Nah, heard that. Yeah. What the fuck, man?
0: Um, hey dude is crazy, bro. And you know what? I heard from somebody on the inside that he does have a drug problem. Connor, yeah. Like when you know when he took that little break or whatever? I mean, when he was throwing the stuff at Khabib, stuff or yep. whatever. That, like he's, I don't want to get too, per- but he's on. He had a drug problem. You know what? And Dana and them had to get him cleaned up. We didn't. Went at least had like to like help.
2: Like, yeah, it, it's because
0: it's he didn't start off like that
1: yeah. at all. Well, well, yeah, Connor's awkward.
0: Bro. But the, those throw a chair into a bus, break your windows. And it, it was like it was some other things. I remember far. him getting arrested other times. times. It was like two other. He occasions. punched the old man in the bar. <gasps> yeah, he pushed the old
1: man. Yeah, the old man said something that he didn't like. And he was sitting down at the bar and Connor stood up and hit him.
2: You aren't you like hands registered? As Absolutely, weapons?
1: Absolutely. They was they were yeah. trying to put Connor in jail behind that. Connor he should, Connor he a should have. He
0: okay, well, he, got he lucky. should just
2: be glad that that old man didn't die. That's, Words, he yeah. would be in jail Words. right. Yeah,
0: your hands are registered weapons.
1: 100. Why would and you this is and this that. is the only hands thing and, and feet in your occasion. It's <laughs> choke all chokeholds. Every part of your body. Everything.
2: Um, yeah, don't let your toe touch me. I sue.
1: Or <laughs> show up show up in a wheelchair. <laughs> Bro, I'll sue. Neck brace
2: on. Pinky toe. Knock me out.
0: Get everything out of him.
1: It's interesting because Connor has had, you just you mentioned two or three already right off the rip, and Connor's had a couple of these moments, and drugs never crossed my mind. And yeah, now man. I don't really? even want to touch You already, you already know. Yeah. that makes a lot of you sense. You already know. Because now that I think about it, I'm thinking about people that I know and people that I've been around. It came in a short time span, too. Makes a lot of sense.
2: Whenever somebody, well, like I said, a rich man's how he drug, is in the man. past. He's well, he always ride, ride said ride he's, he parties the with the best of me. But... Personally, whenever I see somebody that's too rah-rah, they can't shut it off, I think one of two things. Either they're on drugs or they haven't got the prescription that they need. They either need to be on something or they're on too much of something. (laughs) That's what I always take from it. When somebody's just too much, they can't turn it down. With him, certain situations, it seemed like you couldn't turn off. Like you said, throwing chairs. Like, okay, we're – we 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 do the rah rah beforehand, but we don't need to act. You don't need to actually break the fucking windows. Yeah. In here. When
1: he threw the dolly at the bus and broke the windows, he cut. <gasps> I can't think of who the fuck it was. Two fighters had to had to uh had to mi- had to miss their fights because of injuries suffered from uh, the glass breaking. One glass cut a fighter under his eye, and another was it Raquel Pennington who was actually fighting on this card tonight? I think she might have got cut with the uh, what's it called? And both of them were fought were, f- were forced off the card. I don't know what Dana did, but I hope A, you either still paid them, but B, even if you did pay or I'm hoping you paid them, but if you paid them, I hope he took it from Connor. I think you I had didn't even some. know about that. Because if they missed fights that they were good and well and ready for because of some shit that he did. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dana, I still want my money, dog. I'm here. Definitely. I'm I, I hope and pray.
0: And I think maybe he had to because we didn't hear no up. I'm, this is my first time hearing anything that fighters got injured.
1: Yeah. yeah. Ray Borg, I think I cut under. The I didn't fire. even know that. Yeah. most. So, that. And on top of that, the people that he was gunning for, all of those people walked away unscathed. That boy,
0: Dana, did a hell of a job covering that up, boy.
1: It happened quickly. Trust me. And Dana runs Vegas, too. So let maybe we should chill the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <They can't laughs> We're sorry, Dana.
0: <laughs> Connor, Connor, you we ain't said nothing. <laughs>
1: Caprice is so sweet. She and the said, thing maybe that
0: and the thing that makes me mad too is I hate when these people that get a whole bunch of money they do all this for their family, you know, put people on jets, this is this, this, take care of their whole family, but they ain't got a support system to keep them out of trouble. Hell yeah! Like, I like the time when he was speaking about Dustin's wife and an octagon or whatever. Word. I think immediately to his wife. Why are you allowing your husband to say your wife was in my DMs? Why are you allowing that to happen?
1: And I love Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan has taken a lot of criticism about that. People said that uh, he said he wasn't going to interview him. Connor said, like, motioned over for him to interview him. He brought him him over. I'm not going to hold you. No, I'm not mad at at him for that. But same thing that we saw that we see in the NBA, and maybe Dana would have been pissed at him. Who knows? Because it is pay-per-view, and you kind of got to let them do what they do. But if I'm Joe – you lost, fam. This isn't your moment. Like, you can exactly say what you're going to say, but once you get over the top, I'm taking my microphone back.
2: But what he he said that the other fighter's wife was in he his DM. He said Dustin Poirier's wife was in his DM. Was that true?
1: No. According to the screen record that he had, but, I mean, who the I fuck I mean, knows? but
0: Regardless, they were being cool, though. Like, it yeah. could have been, like, I'm pretty sure Dustin knew what was happening. Exactly. It wasn't like, no, uh, them talking and and this and this. he was
1: trying to paint it as something else. Absolutely. Yeah. Because he never opened the message and said what she said. She could have sent him, you're a dickhead. I don't talk about my husband. Yeah, but he, he never opened it. He just showed that he had an unread message from her and went away from it. Nobody knew what it said. Like she could have really said "fuck you."
0: And it could have been from <laughs> a previous fight, which before and after they were right. cool. Like they were being cool, like friends. Kind of like to, to, to the point donations. to where, yeah. Donation to Dustin's charity.
2: Oh, that's not cool. Yeah, at that point. Well, so you don't
0: take and stuff like, like that. You, you don't said, do that.
2: Your support system. What you don't. It's nobody around you to check you stop you check Word. you anything it it's really sad because not to
0: give him a pass but still yeah, like right. but wait no,
1: but no 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 but yeah. in that same sense too y'all might be on to something the fact that there's nobody around him what if nobody can control connor
0: that's another thing maybe his wife is scared of him and what and if the i rest can of his see friends that like, we're not gonna keep fighting i like, can what honestly the fuck? see that yeah maybe he didn't put it For oh, all we know i'm not even gonna put it in there
3: yeah.
2: Well, shit! I'll I, I get where you're put going a actually. bunch of melatonin in his coffee, and then we'll have a talk. <laughs> yeah, swing now, nigga. If you feeling real fatigued? I, I mean, when you, sit down while I you I
0: think fatigued. of a man like that, that's super uncontrollable punching old it's dudes, scary. it ain't no telling what she gonna yeah, do. Yeah,
2: it's not. Yeah, at that point, I would. Who knows? I mean, what she go? What you know? But I would hope maybe she.
0: And she's always counseling. smiling every mm. time you see her around him, like she's playing a role. So I, don't know. yeah,
1: I pray for all parties involved. Right. Yep. Same. Because now that I'm thinking about like it, I pray for all of them.
2: The men around, okay, if, one, if it can't be one on one, five of y'all better tell that, confront him all together. Yep. He can't swing on all of you at the same time. You have to at some point.
0: He's like, 145 he, pounds. I was
1: waiting that's for somebody to say it. Connor is 5'9. I will beat Connor's. Like, if
0: God got what Connor, I will whoop his <laughs> ass. Like, there's is the reason why it's weight class. I'm more than double his weight.
1: Or, yeah, because if would, you want to fight, you would have to fight Greg
2: Hardy. Like you, anyway,
0: yeah. he would have to submit me to get to to to, to yeah. hurt me. Like if, it, you, if you put yeah. me in Conor's room, I would hurt Conor.
2: <laughs> yeah, if they really wanted to give him an intervention, they could. Like I said, outside of the wife, because as a woman being married to him, that may be really hard. But his team, whether it's his friends, coaches, work for him, coaches check whatever, him, whatever. Yeah, because at the end of the day. Yeah, he does what he does, and he's an adult, and that's his fault. But everybody around is an enabler. It's just like, yep. it's, a, it's a crazy example, but it's kind of the same. Like, you see those people on My 600 hundred pound Life, and they have a partner or no, cousin or nephew who will bring them three Big Macs and three large fries and two shakes just for lunch. You have to put your foot down and yep. say, I will not do that. No matter they cuss you out, they hate you, they don't want to be friends with you. Them people you piss them. me off. Those are
0: what, what are you going to do? He c- can't even get out of bed without you, so what are you gonna do?
2: That's what I used to say. <laughs> I,
1: I felt wrong every time I said that, but I was like, What are you gonna do? Chase you? <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, no, nigga, you're not getting this. Uh, what happens put your now? your foot down. <laughs> like, so what happens next?
2: In this same situation, if you continue to let him spiral like that, it's it, it will ruin his career. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, as a team, they need to realize that if you keep letting him spiral, soon he won't, gonna, have, yeah. he won't have a career to come back to. Mm-hmm. Because it'll, it's only going to take one really bad incident to take him off the map. And it seems like these incidents are leading up to the big incident, which the old man could have been the big incident. He's lucky. That was for well, I'm quite saying, some time. It, it was, But if something would have happened, like he would have.
1: We thought know, he was going to jail. No, we that's what I'm saying. That was the big thing for a while. We thought Connor was done for a little bit.
0: I think he paid up a lot of money, though.
2: Oh, I'm sure he paid a lot of money.
0: He gave some what He is gave two, some like some you M's. said, He
1: was, he was clean. He, well, I should say clean we don't know if he's on drugs. But I mean clean in terms of behavior-wise yeah. for a long time after that. And then what was it that got him back in? It was either Nate or, or Floyd. One of the two got him I right back I cannot so remember. Of was.
0: course, I'm not going to say the person's name that told me that. But mm-hmm. I can't remember. But it was somebody I could trust to be like, yeah, they know what they're talking about.
1: Yeah, trust me. I forgot we who know it better was, than anybody. Man. Stories get told. Stories get told, things get said. Uh, I'm not going to go into it because I didn't listen to the new podcast today. Uh, so I don't know what they, th- what they talked about in terms of the verses and everything else. But on the last pod, Joe Budden talked about Justin Bieber winning uh, VMAs, winning the Artist of the Year at the VMAs. Artist now, the not to sound like that, I don't watch the VMAs nine times out of ten because they're not talking to me. Yeah, And people that look like me. Yeah, But usually when I hear who won the Artist of the Year, I sit there and I go, okay, hell well, I've heard that? their name all year. Or, or I've heard That's their hobby. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, even then, like, if you hear the fucking, the, uh, the person who won uh, a couple of years ago, I think, he was one of, like, the main people that got slimed at uh, the Kids' Choice Awards. And that was my thing for me, because when he won, I remember the Kids' Choice Awards and was like, kids love them. It's the demographic. It's the BMAs. Cool. I'm with that. Now, this year, the names were a little more familiar. Now, regardless of all the names that were there, I think it was six names, uh, Justin Bieber, Doja Cat, and Megan The Stallion was there. Okay. I, you can go back to this podcast. I, we've we've talked about some of Doja's antics, and we haven't kind of dove kind of dove <laughs> in too much deeper than that. But me personally, sorry guys, if you don't want to give the award to Megan The Stallion, and this is why I'm not going to harp on it long, because Joe did a very very good job of talking about it. Everywhere I fucking went, I heard Doja Cat.
0: Yeah, definitely. Shit, I Similar to what Joe said, I tried to ignore Doja Cat. She and damn near had me singing so wait, that damn "Justin, say so, shit." Oh,
1: okay. that's that was Joe's point. Like you can't tell me I don't listen to none of these niggas, and you can't tell me that Doja didn't have a better, a bigger year than Justin. Fuck the numbers, just off of impact. Like, and that's why he was saying, like, if it's the Video Music Awards, Doja Cat is inspired by Nicki, so a lot of her videos and visuals are out of this fucking world. How does the Video Music Awards not give her Artist of the Year? just it's just nasty it's always the politics are gross when you not even when you don't even clean it up properly
2: but hey shout out to justin though because i really think he found jesus or something or he's found some inner peace because he don't act what he used to act he used to be wilding all the time doing nasty stuff because people out rolling over reporters foot, and you know what that is and stuff what That
0: rich man's drug
2: oh you think he's on drugs now no i think I think he was maybe Oh, okay. I, I feel think he like was too, yeah. But now he's much more yeah, calm. Yeah, I definitely. think
1: influences a lot too. And Justin Bieber wasn't. Justin Bieber was trying to.
2: Regardless, somebody talked to him, or he talked to someone, because he did not do that.
1: And he got married too, right?
2: Yeah, he got married. Yeah, he's all like a married Christian. I felt like now.
1: Justin Bieber was trying to. Oh, by the way, when people ask me how do I feel about white people getting locks. The same way how I said before, how I said I don't pay attention to that shit because their hair doesn't lock, it just naturally doesn't do it. When Justin Bieber posted that picture and said that he had, or his locks were messy or some shit like that, <laughs> and I looked at the picture and I was like, you look like a Cynthia doll. A who? Cynthia doll. Angelica's doll from Rugged. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all matted. It looks matted. Like, yeah. you look like a, not yeah. to sound like that, but it looks like wet dog hair. It, it your hair isn't supposed to do that, like, I and did. if it is, like, you might want to put another hair in there with it. And I'm not, I don't dislike Justin by no means. Shout out the journalists, but I'm just problem? saying it for what it is. Like, I think back in the time when Justin was kind of wilding and spazzing, Justin, I think Rory brought it up. He was hanging around Lil Twist a lot. I'm not blaming Lil Twist yeah, for it. Yeah, oh. I'm not blaming Lil Twist for it, but. Young money has an aura. And, in terms okay, of we yeah. walk around a certain way. Oh, so he and with, he's
0: from Canada. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, to be fair, Canada.
2: when he was young, he had a lot of black influence. As an adult, you have to make So the he thought he right was right brown the cool kids. But yeah, he was to be that young. Who,
1: to come over here and for y'all to be first of all, I'm Usher, only, I'm only Usher found I'm him. only here because of Usher.
2: So, so he's around a lot of black One influence. of y'all
1: all time great black people brought me to this bitch, and now I'm hanging out with Lil Wayne's crew. Yup. I'm that nigga, bro.
0: And you already know how it is. Like, and this isn't even being racial, stereotypical, anything like that. You know when you got the one the white kid that's around a lot of the black kids or whatever, <laughs> he doesn't know the culture as much, but we he's went to UNLV. He's we know him. super excited about the culture. <laughs> so he's yeah. gonna do everything that y'all do.
1: hundred percent. From he, the sag into the Cuban yeah, links, he has fucking beanies, he hasn't envisioned all of it,
0: bro. This. this is what all is what he's seen on TV. He thinks it's cool. He's gonna do everything y'all do.
1: Remember what Cole told her? I was just a... Ab- Remember what Cole told her. I was just about to say They right? want to be black and you think your song is how it feels. So when you turn up, you see him turning up, too. Hit the next city, collect your money. Loving it.
2: And, yeah, it's because it's not just... I said that
1: first bar wrong. I don't care. <laughs>
2: yeah, being black is more than just... It's black. cool, it's they, cool,
0: but it's, it also they don't realize the cons it. It too will we'll, yeah, we'll come with it, man.
2: The thing they, they get to pick and choose what they yep. wanna be a part of. Us, every day we leave the house, we are a black person. Period. So any situation, police, uh, uh, some shit go wrong, somebody stole some shit in the store, guess who everybody is fucking looking at? All the black people. Right? No matter what happens, any <sighs> any issue. So it's it's fun when you get to like dip and dabble and stuff, yeah. but that's why I can't. Respect people who do that, who can't. I can't
0: respect that at all.
2: Yeah, and you can't because you can't acknowledge. And this is
1: it's where, it's
0: where I'll too much shit we got to take on the chin, bro. A lot of it.
2: Yeah, it's not just for co- being black. It's not just for cool. I would just have the another day, do we walk around and putting like hijabs on our head for fun, or that um, what is it, a yarmulke? The Jewish yeah, yarmulke.
1: Yeah, yarmulke.
2: Yeah, but I'm. Oh, I'm thinking about something else. Okay, Yamaka. The hijab, the, I think and this then was the, the, the hijab. I thought that was hijab, hijab or is hijab. hijab? Yeah, I said that one for a doubt. I think I said hijab, that the yeah. hijab yeah. and then like the Yamaka's, Anyth- anything from yeah. another. Sombreros, ring. anything. Sombreros. People look at us like, what What are those black people doing and why do they have on sombreros? Why are they so Why are they? your
1: walked out against Oscar de la Hoya. In green, white, uh, and red trunks, <laughs> and a sombrero, and the world lost their fucking mind, bro. <laughs> like, it, it's boxing, so I'm trying to get in your head, but it was fucking hilarious. Uh-huh. If Oscar would have came out with some fried chicken, I know my people would have been pissed. Oh, hot. Fam, like, it's a, it's the fight game. Like, for what it's worth, too, I understood when Connor was talking to Floyd and Connor said, dance for me, boy, and everybody tried to make it kind of racist, and I was like, uh-huh. bro, I get it, but... Connor I didn't, take, was, it. I didn't, take, I didn't take it that way, way either. Connor was way. telling him to do something, and Floyd did it. Yeah, that's right. Dance for me. Do what I say. It was one of those.
2: It, well, yeah, and that, and that thing, that's okay. But any outside of that, don't call me boy or girl. I hate that because that's that slave. Yeah, shit. Oh, I don't like Come like here, boy. Come 100%. here, girl. I do not like that. Do not refer. I yep. am a grown woman. Do not say girl or boy. I. They, they I don't that, like dad. that
0: because that's slave shit. I don't like touching my hair because that's slave shit. 100%. You know, they touching people hair They don't. I don't like. And also, I hate this. I had it happen Friday (laughs) because I'm in a a teacher program. to become a teacher by January. You did. So I got to do field training. So I'm a field training teacher whatever. I got to do 10 days online with an online teacher to learn how it is online and 10 days in class. Online, and I'm up there, whatever, and the lady talking to me, and she's like, oh, your voice is so well. You speak so well. I hate when people tell me that. I hate it. You should ask her how you she, feel to yeah, like, w- Basically, she, because she, and that led her to ask me to, um, because her students don't have a book, so she has to record her voice reading the text. So she wanted me to read it. She's like, oh, he speaks so well. Can you do this for anything? I'm like, why well, do you have to, like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I understand I'm black, <laughs> right. okay? Not every black person. You know, speaking slang. This, this, and yo, like, yo,
2: yo. What's yeah. good? Like they think we talk like yeah. that all day. And they See, think, and they think but they is. think
0: you the good one. They think you the good nigga. Right? Yeah, they exactly. You the good one. They oh. You ain't like the rest of them. They think you that friend. They be like, oh, like they could say, oh, I, my friend is this, this, this. I hang on my mic, so I can't be racist. But in re- all reality, they think you the good one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah they're you're, like you're not oh. like the rest. You're different. All you're not you're like
1: the rest of them. Yeah. Well, because and that, the funny thing is too, you've kind of seen me in, in action in certain moments. Like if a person tells me some shit like that. I'll tell them quick, I, nigga, I've had too many run-ins with Nip to not listen to Nip's quote-unquote teachings yeah. uh, that we see circulating on social media now. Mm-hmm. But Nip was right. You got to adapt to whatever room you're in. So anytime a person be like, oh, my gosh, you speak so well, I always do the exact opposite and be like, well, I mean, shit, you want me to do the opposite? <laughs> I could. And, and most, wi- most white people always get kind of like, what do you mean? And, they, and they I don't tell them, mean, like, I, I could be the, I could cut this off. Let me know how you want to ride. Cause
0: that's our language, bro.
1: Like, yeah, that's we, how
2: we talk. Like, we are. We know how to. We, <laughs> hey, come on, fam. We that's can be our language, bro. But
0: like, people people so, get it mis people get it misconstru misconstrued, misconstrued, or, misconstrued or whatever. No, you right? Mm-hmm. They get it messed up because it's like, for one, we are a brand, the most newest culture. We got taken from Africa. Yep. You know, and we were and we were sold by our own people there. Mm-hmm. So it was like co- ties were just cut,
1: just cut off language barrier we have
0: no like we have nothing to do with the culture there at all we don't know where we came from country tribe village nothing we come here and it's literally brand new start and our culture is literally what we've made here so our language is our slang
3: yeah Mm.
0: so i take it as and it's just like a hispanic person speaking spanish we speak slang, we speak in our language. Uh-huh. You don't understand it.
2: And with Spanish people, they have they speak Spanish different ways depending yeah. on where a person is from. They speak a different slang or a different exactly. way. So the same way y'all can understand yeah. that?
0: Don't think uh, it as ghetto. Think yeah, it as our language. Right.
2: right. It's not because they're saying a certain way. Like oh you said God. it's not.
0: It's yeah. not ghetto. This, you is can say
2: way, this is the way we speak. This is our culture. Yeah. This is this is what we had. This is what we've made for ourselves. We
0: I'm we had to. It's boys. us. It's yeah, ours.
2: For so long, black people had to do what? We had to, yes sir, no sir. We could not do things around white people until you got home behind your closed doors. Then if you could you, be you. If you had that, if you had a home to go to, yep. depending on what year it was, if you didn't live still with your own, like, who used to be your owners, but now, because you know there was then indentured slavery, because mm-hmm. really we were still slaves. But yep. Anyway, now We don't have to turn that shit off because we outside. We don't have to turn that shit off in certain settings, and they still not used to that. Like in their like, what they don't what, a lot of white people don't understand is the same way, slave shit is embedded in black people, and we have to drop certain habits. It's the slave master shit is embedded in them. Yeah, hundred percent. And it, you, I mean, the way you agree, it's like they don't. (laughs) There It's so like a a foreign concept. They're like, well. Their whole thing is and we won't, I won't slavery's say, over.
0: And, and before you even continue, <laughs> That's I really don't mean. want anybody to mm-hmm. get confused. And when you say they, that doesn't mean every white person. That means those who take it a certain way.
2: Exactly.
1: Yep.
0: But go ahead and continue.
1: It's, the same, th- it's mm-hmm. the same thing that I say all the time because people like Not every white person the same way. Word. Cause cause people that. That. It's like, hear like us every black person the same way. Shout out to Kobe and shout out to Alex because I'll literally do the pod and I'll say certain stuff and people will come to me behind the scenes. Y'all know my friends. And they'll be like, bro. Alex was sitting right next to you. Alex agreed. <laughs> the Fuck, are you talking to me about? I remember when we 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 talked about Jesse uh, Smollett when he did whatever his fuck shit did when he lost. Um, <laughs> I was. It was one of those things to where we all got behind him, of course, in a moment. And then when it came out, everybody was like, "Bro, what the fuck?" It was pissed off, one hundred percent. And Alex brought up something that was very interesting to me. Alex said, you know what I think is different? And Alex, I so I love her for even saying this, because to say this on a public platform, she took a risk. She said, I think the difference, any white woman telling you the difference between white culture and black culture is dangerous as fuck. <laughs> she said, I think the difference is with us, if one person says that they're offended, the rest of the race doesn't try to prove that they're not. And I told her that shit was powerful. Because it happens every time in the black community. Mm-hmm. If Capri stands up and says, I don't like the fact that you have your hair in braids. You will have 10 other girls that stand up. Well, I don't give a damn if she has her hair in braids. y'all can
2: shut, can the, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. I hate that. The I person that the has the issue I said yeah. something. Yeah, I, I hate that. Yeah, and I that's what like Alex know.
1: said. Alex said in the I white community, like they don't have that. If one person comes out and says, I'm offended by they this. all together. The rest of the white people go
2: well she way. yeah she said what she said did you hear her we may not feel that way but we're not talking Don't about she that right yeah. now we're, yeah, we're she talking said about she how feels she feels felt a that's yeah and that's she, she was dead mm-hmm. it was
1: a great point like so for alex to feel that comfortable saying with saying that around me fuck yeah when people call my phone fam how do you feel so comfortable to say that because she says it that's why if you know anything about kobe i'm not even gonna answer your question
2: and that's Meet why kobe. honestly it's the year 2021 so you have to just surround yourself around people who don't have certain ideologies so me personally i i probably wouldn't be around a white person who had you know certain views like hanging out with them because i can off rip meeting somebody you can kind of you can kind of read them and see what they're about say certain things and and see how they if they say you you speak so well yeah (laughs) right away it's like oh See how they like, react, but you, like, you <laughs> said, <laughs> like you said, wanted, you wanted them, dog. right? But like you said, I'm not gonna put everybody in a bubble because that's the whole, that's what's always been the issue. You know, it's they versus us. When right. it's it's the ignorant ones versus the smart ones with, with right. all of us humans in general. Yep. So you just have to just surround yourself around the right people, and yep. when you come across the people who people who say certain things or you just have to correct them because my yes. whole thing is what I'm, yes. yeah, you have to correct them yes. because, well, I'm not, what I'm not putting up with anymore is, oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I did no, You need to know. Yeah, it's word. too late into centuries for you to just cop the, oh, I'm sorry. Cause they were copping that in the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, the nineties. Now you don't get to cop. Oh, well my, my bad. It's no. Cause now you get a history lesson. Now I have to tell yeah. you, why you were It's Will Smith's quote wrong. when they told yeah. him
1: that racism is getting worse he said racism isn't getting worse it's getting recorded
0: definitely
2: that's very true
1: and everybody was like oh well I mean that's a uh, no if it's everybody was factual. open
2: to learning and hearing what the other person had to say w- we would all be in a better place but people are just stuck in their ways and like you said it's the ho- well. They they would never understand or they well try to speak to somebody and see how they feel I have come across white people who were more woke, quote-unquote, and involved than my black friends. And I'm like, That's why I said,
1: meet Kobe and you guys will find out why I don't answer questions about Kobe. Kobe is 100% capable of defending herself. And what, and funny thing is, too, when Mike just said that it's not every white person, when you come across those white people that feel the same way that you do in terms of their history and just our history as an American whole, they're usually more blunt about it than we are. Yeah. When I hear Kobe talk about, Kobe um, had wore braids. Which wore. is
2: what we need. We, we had to meet this on the pod before.
1: They don't care about Kobe her had and they own people's feelings.
0: They straight
1: up. And anytime a black woman, Ivy, Ivy and Aaliyah, who had been on this pod before with Kobe, didn't like the fact that she had braids in her hair. I told them, I'm not going to tell them as black women that they're wrong. I will tell them I didn't see the problem. Which is similar to what Alex said. Which is why in that situation, I told Ivy and Aaliyah and Caprice, I'm going to shut the fuck up because I don't see something wrong with it. So my whole thing is I know Kobe. So I'm not looking at Kobe's hair like, oh, she's trying to be black. I'm looking at Kobe's work in the field, and I'm like, nigga, no. Yeah. She cares for us. Like, trust me when I tell you for, for, most, for most of the reasons. So the funny thing is when me and Kobe was talking about that, she had one girl go the fuck off on Twitter, and me and the girl uh, – or I I, reply, I quoted the tweet and was like, actually, Kobe does X, Y, and Z, kind of just debunking some of the stuff and kobe called me that night and kobe was like um kobe was like so i forgot what the fuck. how she worded it she said something along the lines of um like you can do something without trying to like take it as your own like you can do something and kind of like i didn't she didn't say like pay homage but it was something along the the lines of it and she said it flat out she was like so for everybody that was saying that something something about white culture, she was like, White doesn't have a culture. What's my culture? Pixie cuts and uh and crocs. I started fucking crying, bro. No,
0: it's real. It's real.
1: I say this all the she time. She was man. like, white people we like I would have to wear a bob. Like, I'm not doing that all shit. All
0: the time, man. They don't and I feel let me not say feel bad. I just <laughs> you know, somewhat pity. Cause you know how we like everybody has shit. culture to fall back on. We have food to yep. fall back mm-hmm. on. We have style, what we speak language, music, Hispanic so, people. They so have music. One. They have outfits. They have uh, they got food, everything. tradition most most Caucasian folks here, if they're not Italian, don't. They That's don't fall. Point. They don't fall back on their Swedish culture or the Irish culture. They just that live here in America.
2: That'd be my thing. thing. They have
0: it, but they don't necessarily fall back. I think it just got lost in all American right. kind of deals. But
1: or it's or it's been Americanized.
0: Yeah. I mean, but America really doesn't have its own thing. It's more of take it from other things, just mm. put it into a Yeah, Multi-pot, boiling pot. Don't, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, pot, the pot. pot, one of one of the two.
1: Fucking witches pot, the because way it's working. That's truly yeah, but this that's truly Native not Americans. you
0: having your own stuff. That's just borrowing stuff. Mm-hmm. Remixing it, Mixtaping it.
1: Um I, I didn't know if you had another point. Oh, I was just gonna
2: say the oh, um yeah, sure. the black people and the Native Americans was over here, um, like procreating and, like, living amongst each other. A lot of people don't know that, but during those times, Native Americans would actually look out for black people because they were yeah. both kind of the odd man out. The, you know, Native Americans were like, you know, they had Which each other. Which is why, like
1: I said before, I, I don't understand a racist Latina. I don't. Because if you looking at you get rid of us, and I'm like, we working to get rid of y'all, and what's left?
2: Well, and so that's why I'm
1: just like, why are we fighting? And it's
2: not shade of disrespect, but it's It's because they're white passing. A lot of Hispanics, Hmm. they look a certain way, their family looks a certain way. And if they don't do any culture things at home, they're not you got a lot of Hispanics who they don't speak Spanish. uh, Nothing against them, but they don't speak Spanish. They mommy home making a bunch of, you know, cultural meals. It's it's not it's not happening. I was waiting for a racist
1: comment to come. I was like, they're making what? No that's no why she I was, was like cultural gonna, meals I was No like, oh, ju- that's
2: shit. why I I couldn't think of like any no, you're good, you're meal good. Like, with a name I yeah. not just going to say yeah. like tacos Yeah like
0: my girl my girl's white and she doesn't she not necessarily think okay I'm going to make this and this is like part of family or cultural thing. This is she didn't have that. Right. I, like this is a cultural outfit like this is for my culture. She doesn't like she may have it like you know of course through – Finance ancestry, what you are or whatnot, but it's not like it was passed down through the family. It's not like
2: hmm.
0: she has her own thing. Like, whatsoever. it's a
2: direct tradition. Like, my mom did it, my granny did it, great-granny right. did yeah. it. Yeah.
1: We have that, which is uh, it's odd. It's odd to see. Mm-hmm. One could argue that that could be the point of contention for any other side. Um, or it
0: could be in uh, also two of them taking so much pride in just America itself that just left behind they passed
1: yeah
0: yeah a- america they do is super like yeah.
2: america so <laughs> they might like you said maybe they don't want to they don't think it's that big of a that's deal that's a good to,
0: question no. i so gotta ag- i gotta ask some people that actually
2: because i'm sure if a lot i'm of actually people
0: curious about that yeah,
2: did like do the whole ancestry or whatever they would see their different lines of yeah you where know, they come from, from. different places And I mean, if it were me, because I plan on doing that with my, like, my African heritage. If it were me, I would look that up. Let's say I'm ten percent Scottish. Where is my flag? Yeah, like whatever I have to grasp onto. If I, I'm grasping onto it. That those my people, you're saying I'm fifty percent something and I'm thirty percent this. Hey, man, that means one of my grandmas was Scottish. So we we getting down. I'm gonna find things. And what I think the problem is with some of those white Americans. Is they want to find the black culture to, to kind of lock on to and it's well, like
1: like let's like, see that's kind of what he was saying they want to find any culture to lock on to. if they don't have one you want to lock on to something
2: but it's like you can go find because i'm gonna go find my african roots look any american you can go find your roots if you're i'm it's plenty of white americans who they're not racist and they're like damn why the fuck my ancestors want to go do a bunch of fuck shit because. I'm sure they wish they could pull from good memories. Right. I'm yeah. sure they don't want to look back and see if their great-granddaddy was a slave master. Right. They look at that shit the same way. we looking like, Ugh, I don't really. That's not anything I want to.
3: Right.
2: we kind of burying that. That's yeah. not celebrated. We took so long to get over that. We don't even want to mention that. Yeah. So, like you said, it's not like you're sad, but it's kind of pity because it's like yeah. their ancestors were the ones that ruined it for them yeah. because they were so busy stealing people and cultures and yeah. things that generation now it's like well what can we pull from because while y'all was doing that y'all could have been implementing some other cultures while you were doing all of that during that time i'm pretty sure there was things that could have been implemented but actually let me hear.
1: i think i do know West american culture what the met gala <laughs> <laughs> that is true that is true I no, like, no bullshit. I'm trying to get to the next topic, but that is th- my culture point. culture
2: is tipping. How about that? You know, in other places, they don't tip. You said it's tipping, like tipping. the Shake Shake Club? No, tipping, oh. like, like when you go to eat at a restaurant and you tip, Whoops. you know, in other countries, that's, that's like, offensive to tip.
0: I think it's kind of off as us really? to think, because we're minorities. Maybe that's the way we, because we get to take from what we are here and be where we are from, you know, our people. Right. That aren't necessarily from, from here. So I I guess this is different. You know, African-American, they're just American. We have two. They just have one.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, we look at American culture as in just the basic.
1: And not to sound like that, but. It has something to branch from. You kind of alluded to it. There's African-American. There's whatever. You can say Italian. You can say Mexican-American. You can say Latino. You can say whatever the case may be. They're the only ones that we give an actual color to. That's why I don't like They're the only ones that we say white people.
2: That's why I don't like beef with um Africans and African Americans. Yeah.
1: That's the dumbest beef in the world. Growing
2: too. up, I mean I don't know everybody's experiences, but there was that whole oh, Africans think that they're better than us. And then American black people are ugh, you guys are, you know. You're Americanized. There's, you know, Americanized. So it's like we're not as good. And what I always tell people like when they like want to pick and choose who did worse, it's not about who did worse. There are people in African culture and people in American culture who want to fucking compare the two and it doesn't need to be doesn't, compared. No, there shouldn't be a comparison. There shouldn't be there's better. Have I come across Africans who were snotty and snobby? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Hell I yeah. have. Have I come across black people who've had negative things say about Afri- Africans for no reason? Yeah. Definitely. Bob will never understand why they will want to allow that to go on because we're we were broken up, you know. So I just think we should all unify. We should all be happy. That's all. Let's all be happy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think we. I, think I we mean, be I'm happy. just saying it's yeah.
2: stupid. We shouldn't. There's nothing to be compared. We know what happened. We exactly. know why we're here, and that's exactly. it. Point blank.
1: When I brought up the Met Gala, it was really only two things I wanted to talk about: uh, Sierra doing what she did with. Turning Russell's jersey into a dress was fire. Yeah, her nice. having a football clutch was fire. Her wearing his uh, her Very wearing cool. his uh, Super Bowl ring was amazing. Now, I will say this. Does that mean that I'm fat? Because any woman that puts on my rings, the shit drapes her. Nah. Like, she got to put That'd two fingers straight. in my ring. It's like, okay. It's
2: you just stick <laughs> <did> some <laughs> tissue in there.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know who going to put on one of my rings, but <laughs> this shit is ridiculous. My rings never fit on anybody I'm with. Um, and then the other thing is Rihanna and ASAP. Um Couple things I want to bring up about this: ASAP walked in with that um, damn it like a shawl, <laughs> damn near. But he walked in with look like a blanket on him. I love the fact that Rihanna and ASAP, the way that they made that entrance. You guys are probably gonna kill me for this. I didn't see it. I think ASAP's the prize in that relationship. Mm. Rihanna treats him like the prize. Well, whether sorry. or not, like I'm not talking about who's the actual prize. Yeah. Rihanna treats him like he's the prize. If you look at the way Rihanna looks at him, she's enamored by that nigga. And the I'm, I'm reason why I'm bringing that up is to say, I think Rihanna may be in love, dog.
2: She might be pregnant. We don't know yet.
1: I don't know when we're getting new music That from photo did look like she was hmm.
2: pregnant, though. Oh, if she's pregnant, oh, duh, maybe
1: Sam, if fuck that. If she's in love, because if she's in love, all that comes with it. I think we're going to hear of an engagement really soon. I do. And I'm going to leave it at that. I think Rihanna is happy right now like away from the public eye, like she's happy in her personal. Shout out RiRi. Cinderella's under my
0: umbrella for different weather.
1: And for whatever it's worth, too, we didn't talk about it on this this, uh, podcast because it's pretty much majority dudes that do this pod, but for all the women that were talking shit about ASAP when I guess, I don't know if a picture dropped or if a video leaked, whatever the case may be, you see how none of that shit matters? Now that he's with Rihanna? None of that shit matters now. So everybody that had all the little ha-ha funnies ASAP couldn't give a fuck about how you feel. Um, We got two other things to uh, just kind of touch on as we're getting out of here. I didn't know that Tommy the Clown had his own show on caffeine. I don't watch TV, and I love you, Tommy, but I probably won't watch the show. I'm just not like – if I catch it, I catch it, but I'm not really big into TV. To still see Tommy the Clown doing what he's doing for the community and taking it wider scale – it's to the point to where I really thought Tommy was my uncle. Tommy was, Tommy literally popped up at four straight birthday parties, and then we did Battle Zone two years after that. So for my, m- six of my seven uh, or seven of my uh ten years, my first ten years, I spent my birthday with Tommy the Clown, so shout out to him. And um, I guess this is the perfect time to slowly get out of here and let this play. Because last thing I want to talk about <laughs> it's not a serious topic, guys. I promise. Steve came back from Blue's Clues. Yeah. He said he was proud of us, guys. He said he was sorry for leaving, guys. I'm not going to hold you. For all the jokes about closure with relationships, I cared about that shit more that than my dope. ex apologizing. That was
0: dope, though. That was dope.
1: It was dope? I didn't it's cry like the rest people, of y'all. I ain't crying, but it was dope. But I definitely I saw it, and was it like, That's dope. I respected it. Are we going to address the elephant in the room? Do we think that he went to college back then? H- hell no. Nah. He said, I'm sick of this shit. I'm going to get on with my life. He saw his brother and said, fam, you like this shit? You want to do this shit?
0: You can have this shit. He, got, he, got, he was sick of this shit. He was sick of blue. He was sick of these kids. Said, I want to live my life and be building. Yeah, definition of fuck these I want to be, yeah, adult. To wanna be an adult now. <laughs>
1: definition of fuck these kids? <laughs> hey, man. I'm happy that we got that last topic out while the song was introing. <laughs> Who got a better voice, John Legend or CeeLo? We'll talk about it later. Don't worry about it. CeeLo. I think CeeLo's the answer. <laughs> hey, we'll talk about it later, guys. Sorry. Gotta go CeeLo. Ross and CeeLo, Tears of Joy, episode 45. Until next time, guys.
0: Looking in the mirror but I don't see much. Still running the streets, so I don't sleep much. Watching the snakes so they don't creep up. But the way I'm getting this money, niggas can't keep up.